Hi, party persons. Welcome back to the party podcast, the Untitled Drag Race podcast. That is EDRP for short. And Eagle Eye listeners may note or may recognize EDRP when said aloud as the grinder notification sound effect to which I say, and I'm so happy to get to say this again, Rob Worms is on. You did it again. But remember to use hashtag UDRP on Twitter and Instagram for all your UDRP needs. For those of you who are new to the lovely, luscious, lavicious listening experience that is UDRP, this is a review slash recap or revap, trademarks, drag race, well, drag race for now, but revap TM podcast dedicated to discussing all the goops the gags, and most importantly, the goyles. And this season of UDRP, we are tackling the 14th season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Woo! I'm just so happy to be embarking on this candorific, candelicious, candoral amused season. Today we are tackling episode one. And uh, before we get into anything, for those of you who don't know me, I am the lovely... Manifred Quinzel, Manny Quinn, if you're nasty. I'm a model, actress, mattress, non-binary beauty, fashion icon, pop culture mainstay, lover, fighter, mother, actress, poet, drag, persona, the queen of the, wait, queen of the universe. Yeah, that's that was a ringtone. I am, at the time of recording, actually, I am, I think, historically the longest reigning uh, mix slash Miss FIT and a luscious crown held by rue girls across the globe that I know you know because now there's more than one. Like Aquaria and now season 14 girly, Miss Jasmine Kennedy. <laughs> but no, for those of uh, you new chicken heads to this little podcast experience, UDRP functions similarly to Sibling Rivalry when hosted here on the Stereo app, wherein it is a collaborative effort. Like, we want to hear from you. Like, let us know your thoughts, your concerns, your queries, and your questions. I know that was redundant, but shut up. As always, though it is a collaborative effort, this is our show, but not yours. Meaning that we would like you to have respect for not only yourself, but the content, the queens, and most importantly, the panel. And speaking of panel, well, first, I would just like to say, as we say at the top of every episode, this is not a platform that supports sending hate to the queens. That is mean. That is weird. That is gross. And honestly, what are you doing with your time? But instead, with that energy and fervor, you can instead be tipping on the dollies and tip the girls to support your local queens. Because rude girls don't become rude girls without help from viewers like you. Thank you and with that, I would just like to say a lovely and warm hello to McDonald's, my lovely co-hostess for this first episode of the Ponyas. A, a tried and true. Shut up, I hate you so much. <laughs> a tried and true, longtime friend of the pod, longtime co-hosterella of this lovely podcasting experience, my lovely sister, Michael. Howdy, howdy. Hey, season 14. Hello, everybody. This is the full-time Manny Quinn stan here, McDonald. <laughs> so excited to join the panel for another wonderful season of the most amazing television show known to man, which is Rapples Dragger. 
We're so excited. Yes. And ee, I just can't believe it. I'm so happy. This was such a good episode. I honestly, yeah, like Tivana St. James, I'm Money Dupree. Like, this was a <gasps> very good premiere. Like, I, I'm, no, I like, yeah, the, I like the dolls. I like the way that they split it up because we have two charismatic and lovely queens on both mm-hmm. ends and both premieres. And though we do not get to see our lovely, tried and true Miss FIT, Miss Jasmine Kennedy, this episode, we will be seeing her next week. And tune in to see if I work up the courage to ask her for her to reject me to be on this podcast. We'll see what happens. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be really fun. Really hot and sexy. But let's She get will before... be here, guys. Everybody well, out Don't out make there. any promises. Don't make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, I just wanted to say a lovely hello to my lovely sister, Michael. It has been a minute in both podcasting time and real life time since we've been together. And this has been a long time in the works. And by which I mean, I texted you this weekend. You were, you literally took the question out of my mouth and were like, yes, I'll host with you. And I was like, oh my God, work. But I'm just so happy to have you back. Oh, double happy to be back. I literally feel like we always joke around and we're like, oh my gosh, there's 50 seasons on at once. And then we texted each other last week and we were like, um, we need something to talk like about right now. Like we need yes. new show. We need something <laughs> immediately. So I literally am so happy to be back. And I cannot believe all the stunts that these bitches pulled out and all this, like how beautiful this cast is. I just can go on and on. Yes. The cast is absolutely gorgeous. Lintra. Like I love, they. this is a very cute batch of girls. I will say like, it has been a while since season 13. Simone's season, as we all rec- uh, as we all remember and recognize it as, but like, I truly just have been missing like the fresh faces of like a new batch of original recipe girls. Like I'm, <gasps> is that my I okay? So we have a lovely, we have a tried and true fan and lovely here with us this afternoon and evening. <gasps> the lovely it's collage is joining us. It's collage, collage. Where the fuck have you been, bitch? I have missed collage so much. Okay, for those of you new to podcast evil. Collage is basically a member of the panel at this point. Truly our one and only Stanarella, who has been with us for the longest time. Since way back when in All-Star like, 6, I believe? Yes, we appreciate. We love and appreciate Collage. And for those of you who don't know Collage, get fucking ready. Because Collage has it with the opinions. Collage is our girl. Collage is our bitch. The oh, best voice wait. notes. Oh my God, I'm even the best. So excited. I'm so excited to do this now. I mean, I was excited, but now I'm even more excited. Like, I'm triple gay excited. But no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I apologize because our lovely in-house production team here at UDRP has not done a Meet the Queens for this season. But that does not mean that your girl does not know the shitty, shitty things that the girlies have been saying on the internet. <laughs> So before we get into anything, though I have not done a Meet the Queens, I will say I have noted how the girls have reacted to Miss Maddie Morphosis. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let her pussy speak for itself and then go from there. Um, I love that I mean, phrase. Why? I just, I gotta, like, I'm not, I'm just gonna let her, I'm just gonna let her, I'm just gonna let it talk. I'm just, I'm yeah, talk. I'm gonna do that from now on too. I'm just gonna let my pussy speak for myself, to be honest. Yes. But thank you so much for that. I needed that. Yes. <laughs> So, um, though we did not do a Meet the Queens for these dolls, I am thus going in relatively raw, which is new for me, but also not. Ew! <laughs> and I'm just like, I know, I hate me, but I love me. Ah! 
I just I, I've missed this. So though we are going relatively raw, I'm very excited to meet this new batch of girlies. But let's listen to our first voice note from Miss Collage. Hey divas, I'm excited to be here. I kind of took a little break from Drag Race because I wanted to be like excited about a season again. And I'm really excited about the season. So I'm ready to hear y'all talk about it. Okay, I completely get that. I wish yes, I could take breaks same. from Drag Race. I mean, technically, I took a break from Drag Race Italia and Drag Race uh, Espana, and that I watched half of Espana, found out who won on Instagram, and then didn't go back to watch the no. rest of the season. Yeah, I know. But Drag Race Italia seems pretty good. Like, the girls are going to be working the fuck out over there. Did I watch it? No, because Wow Presents Plus will not get any of my coin thoughts. Uh, not a dime. <laughs> not a dime. I make five cents, and they will not be getting a single penny. But <laughs> I'm just so excited to start up this season with you all. Okay, so first up, we have, oh God, my favorite part of the season. <laughs> our, let's, so we have our entrances from the girlies. And first up on the penal, well, not on the penal, but first up in the workroom is Miss Alyssa Hunter. Giving you very hunter-gatherer, giving you very foraging for forge goods. We're giving you very home goods. I love to see it. But my love, what are your first impressions on the dolly? Absolutely. Alyssa Hunter from Puerto Rico. I literally am so excited to see what this queen's got. But isn't it so yes. funny how every time somebody has a, like a fucking the the bow and arrow, it's so tiny and they like don't know how to use it. It's like, come on, you are in my brain. No. You are in you are in but, my brain. It is the most prop services, prop Sorellas. Very oh spare God. Halloween. May the odds be ever in her favor. I loved it. It was very cute. <laughs> I thought it was, she looks beautiful. And then, of course, you know what we're going to have to talk about now. When it cuts to that boy confessional. Let's be real. My pasoir I mean, was on fire. Ho, ho, ho. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> Look, I'll just say this. Alyssa Hunter, both in and out of drag, is very attractive, very fucable. Um, but they're just like, they're so hot. It's just, it's not fair. It is really just not fair. Like, I look, I know Cornbread's nickname is a snack, but trust and believe and rest assured, my lovelies, we will be eating good this season. We will be eating good. A bitch will not be thirsting or hungering for not near one thing. But I just, I, okay. I will say, for the entrance look, I'm living for the hair. It's got volume. It's got waves. I live for this kind of hair. Uh, but you know damn well that Sis, you are completely correct, Sis has no archery skills whatsoever. Because the way that she was holding that bow was giving very much, I would choose to be Katniss Everdeen for Halloween. I'm just like a sexy Katniss. Mm. Like, it was giving very that. And I'm not going to falter on it, but good God, girl. I I just, I can't I can't say anything more. She looks great. She looks stunning. Uh, I can't wait to see what homegirl pulls out for us. But yeah, I'm excited. Up, it seems yeah, like a big personality, on. too. So I feel mm -hmm, like we're going to mm -hmm. get a lot of funny moments, a lot of lively looks. I'm excited. We love a lively look. We love a lively look. But next you know, up, like, we... <laughs> she got taste. She does have, I, I, I honestly, from what we've seen just this episode alone, I mean, the we'll get to the talent show, but like from what we've seen in terms of like her runway presentation this episode and her entrance look, and even her like, uh, her promo look, the girl, like she's got the money in terms of like what <laughs> the girls have brought for designer wear. Like the couture yeah. has been, has been broadened. The couture has been brought in for the girlies. But let's get into Bosco from Costco. Not Bosco from Costco, but <laughs> Bosco from Seattle, Washington. What are your feelings on the doll, my love? I love, love, love this queen, too. I was very 
be like Me shocked too. because I I love this look. I think that the eyebrows are my favorite part about this queen. Yes. Like how she does that like signature little cute eyebrow. I think her makeup always beautiful. And I always like how each look of hers so far that we've seen, you can tell Morning. that it's like Morning. that's the actually scratch whatever I was gonna say. That's the best part <laughs> is that it was horny. No, what were you gonna say? But no, you can know that they're cohesive and you know that it's I like when every look that you see out of a queen is like, oh, that is, that's cute. And it's like, it's original to them. I like that it looks like it's Bosco mm-hmm. all the time. I, yes. I, I like what you mean. Like there, yes. There's very much like a signature. She at the very least in this opening episode has established like a Bosco look. Like there is a, I expect to see horns from her. If not five more times a season, at the very least four more times a season. Like it's like, it's, it seems to be a trademark for her. And yes, the, the runway theme was what it was, but like, from her like her promo look was horny this entrance look is horny her runway this this evening was horny i'm and so loving the we. horns and so are we. i mean Alyssa yeah. hunter is here oh yes <laughs> but no i i like i have to say i agree with you my favorite part of this look is the eyebrows here's the thing the, these eyebrows not only are they my favorite but like they are like uh this like horned eyebrow it's like very anime very anime inspired like it's very like like shonen anime protagonist, like very sports anime. And like, I was actually in my early, early conception days of Manny, I was like trying to do something like this eyebrow wise, eyebrow wise with like the little spokes. And I think it's honestly, it's really, really cute. Like it just snatches the eye up and like brings everything. It takes everything at the like outer rim of the face up. And I absolutely love to see it. But let's listen to our voiceover collage. When Alyssa, is her name Alyssa Hunter? Yeah. When they said, uh, that Bosco was giving very scary Minnie Mouse. I died. That was so funny. That, oh my God. <laughs> I, <laughs> where's the lie though? Where's the lie? <laughs> I mean, it was very, I mean, it is a, it is a polka dot fabric. I mean, I, there's like an, there is a simplicity to this, but it also like has just enough where it's like, okay, this is a cute look. Like it's, it's simple. It's, it's simple, but it's pinup simple. So it's like, you don't have to do a lot to do a lot. Like the waist is there, the silhouette's there. Like I love it. I love it a lot. Oh, next up though, we have honestly my favorite. I I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. My favorite of the entire season. Like that's my bitch. That's like that's my bitch. That's my wig right there. We have Miss Cornbread the Snack Jette. And what are your feelings on the doll, my love? Absolutely adore. And uh, wow, is that French Jette? I like how you added that little. Ooh. You Say know, that one more time for bit... me. Jette. Wow, that really, I like that. It comes off the tongue well. <laughs> I am obsessed with this queen. This look was absolutely beautiful. You can tell that she was proportionizing correctly. Yes. Because Amen. obviously I know that she looks like she's a shorter type of queen, but her proportions are perfect with this outfit. I love mm-hmm. how it's cinched in nicely. I love how she walks in and her quote about being baked. It was just all around. I'm so excited to see what she brings and her personality and how she always has these bug eyes out. It's like giving me mayhem teas too. I love it. Oh my, honestly, kind of, yeah. I Honestly, is that an LA girly thing? We have yet to see. We'll figure it out. Inquisitive minds would like to know. We'll do our research here at UDRP. But I just like, I'm so in love with this queen from Jump. I'm just so in love with this doll. Like her entrance, perfect, funny, like, from her entrance, I knew exactly what sis was going to be bringing to our season, and I'm here to eat it all the fuck up. Like, it, I, I agree with you. She is 
absolutely gorgeous. I love the I love the waist because you're right. She is she does seem to be on the uh more vertically challenged end of like the dolls. Vertically challenged. I love what? that. I hate. No, I, I, I will never call, call anyone short. People are like, oh. they're like, I'm, but I'm like, it's okay. I called myself it. <laughs> I'm like, it's not bad. Vertically challenged is fun. Yes, like. If you if you're vertically challenged, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We love yeah. we stand our vertically challenged queen. We love our short king and short queen of the yes. But no, she is she's just like she's witty, she is funny, she is sharper than a fucking razor blade. Like I just like I cannot wait for her to be the narrator of this season for me. Like that's what I that's what I'm here for. But even more than that, I have to talk about these like gold like uh like ring curlers in her hair. Love the look, love the hat. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. But let's listen to what collage has. Just like a cast iron skillet cornbread, this bitch is so well-rounded. She's getting very winner. <laughs> it is, you know, you're 100% yes. collage. She is giving very winner teas. I would love for her to be our winner this season because we haven't had a big girl winner in original recipe drag race since ever, I think. Yeah, like thinking back, we haven't had a big girl winner yet. This Never. could be the one. This and oh, this will be. This, this will be. be. This yes. girl, you trying to get us copyright stricken? I was just um. <laughs> e e <Ooh>. <laughs> but next up, my oh, next up we have. Okay, I feel bad for this girl already because the way that RuPaul has massacred this girl's name to heaven and back. Next up we have Miss Willow Pill, not Willow Pillow, not Winnu Miss Willow Pill. What are your feelings on the doll, my love? I literally am so fucking like this look. It was giving me the two thousands Y two K, but I don't know. Is this what you would necessarily want your entrance look to be? That's what I feel like the exactly. question is. Yes, it's cute, but is this like what you want everybody to think of you as? I think it's really cute, but overall, I was like maybe I would have done more or something. But the personality is definitely there. And this is Evie's drag daughter. That's cute. Um, but yeah, what oh, do you think? Is that like her like legitimate like mother daughter tease? Like mother daughter brunch? brunch? I I'm not sure if it's like mother daughter, but I know that like definitely Evie has helped a lot yeah, and like Yeah, I know that there's like like a connection there. It would be I would love if that was like her legitimate drag daughter. That would make me very mm-hmm. happy. But they were not letting her live for this sandal. <laughs> they will they will not let her live in this sandal which i mean are they wrong i'm not gonna say yes or no but i'm gonna say no <laughs> here's the thing i i agree with you like i like the y2k tease tivana i love the i love the whole like i, I love i love the dumb stupid like blonde moment that we're getting like it's very it, it is very cute entrance look okay if you're going to have this be your entrance look i just feel like there is it's missing just like a little bit like it's missing the fine tuning details of like what could really like send like I've seen better Y two K girls on TikTok who like go outside and fully live that like Paris Hilton that's hot lifestyle you know what I mean so like to see her in like a drag like especially as your draggers and trons like I just I don't know I wanted I wanted just like more finesse just like a little bit more finesse. We appreciate the tramp stamp, though. I have to. Lo- I have to love that. I'm gonna always. <laughs> I do appreciate that. And also, this fucking shirt is amazing. Like angle is perfect. Like I can be your angle or your devil. But she's very the- acute. 
She, I hate you so much. You know what? That's very obtuse of you to say. Ew, math jokes. Ew, math jokes. Fuck you and your soundboard. I hate you so much. (laughs) Is that what this season is going to be? Is that what we're going to be doing this season? I literally typed in boo like 20 minutes ago and I was like, this is the time. I hate you so much. You rude, you rude and unornery bitch. But no, the girlies are just like not letting her live with these sneaker wedge flip-flop sandals and they are correct for doing so because, I mean, I stand strong choices. I don't know if this is a strong choice, but it is a choice. Uh, But I just like, they're very, they're very like, let's go to the beach, beach, Nicki Minaj type vibe. And I don't, I don't know if I'm living for the flip-flop wedge. It's very, you know what? Cornbread says that they are comfy couture and she is 100% correct. But before we get into anything else, like, so apparently Willow Pill has been, t- has taken a year sabbatical from drag because of the panorama, which makes complete and utter sense. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people could not survive through the panorama. And e- I even, as myself, find it very hard to, like, do my longest running mixed FIT reign of all time during this pandemic panorama Panera Bread. Like, it is, it is, Panera it is Bread, I... It, it is, like, it's not easy. It isn't easy to do. But I do applaud her for, like, taking that time off for herself. But I, it's just very, I think it's very interesting to, like, have to have taken that year off and then be like, as my comeback, I'm going to do Drag Race. I Look, I don't fault her for it, but that feels like getting a train run on you as a way to pop your cherry, if you know what I mean. Like, what a way, what a way to, like, I get thought we were going to keep each other's secrets, but okay, fair <laughs> game. Fair game. That's fine. Go there. You didn't have to let you did not have to let the lovely listeners out in Listenerville know that about you. I said Act it as a wink wink nudge nudge, but like if you wanted to let them know you're Tivana, that's on you, my love. I know where we stand now. No kids. Okay. I mean, Wait, I'm can sitting, we play um collage's voice memo? Yes, let's let, let us. Y'all Willow Pill reminds me so much of Little Rock Drag. I completely stand her already. I didn't watch the Meet the Queens or anything like that. Like the first episode was my first impressions. And immediately as she walked in, I completely got it. Like, I think her idea was that she was like kind of trolling the girls because you you don't get judged on your entrance look. And I love that her first impression is like this look, it cracks me up. It's giving very like white chicks. And I feel like she's one of the, she's like the quiet girl in art class that's like so calculated, but she just doesn't let anyone know her moves. Like I feel that for her. Collage, can I tell you, I have missed you so fucking much because your insight is so fucking important to this panel, my dear. You are 100% correct. She is very much that quiet kid in our class. Like, it is it is giving very much, it is giving very much that. It is giving very much, like, I don't know. Like, she's very, like, even with just, like, uh, what we'll see later from her in the talent show, I, I completely get that vibe of, like, she is, She's like calculated in the perfect way. Like she's very smart. She's very smart about her drag. Like I was under S- I mean, I saw her promo and I was definitely into it. And then the like entrance look like kind of got me a little shaky, shaky eggs and bakey. But like to see her like throughout this entire episode, I get it. Like I fully get the willow pill. Like I'm I'm taking the willow pill with no water, my love. Dry throat. But what were you gonna say, my love? I completely agree, too. I love how she has that type of, like, you know, like, some queens, they can come off as they think too much, but this queen thinks just enough. You know that everything mm-hmm. about her, she knows exactly who she is and her, like, style of drag. And as they said, the, the queen in the corner, 
I live. I'm excited. Yes. Don't put baby in a corner though. Like Never. I, I, but I will say the girls smelling blood in the water because of these flip flop sandals. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that they're wrong, but like, just like the flip flop wedge, just like, I love it. Okay. Speaking on the the part about this being like uh, an un, a way for her competition to underestimate her, I love that as an idea and I love that as an execution. But in my mind, like you're in the first batch of girls, like this is the first time that like most of the world is going to see you if they didn't watch the Meet the Queens. Like this is going to be immortalized forever. Fuck underestimating me. Like get make every chance that you get to be on TV the moment. Like that is that's personally how I like live my drag race fantasy. Like you never know when it, when you could go, and as we'll see from one of the girls this episode, any time that you're on TV is the moment to like do the fucking do, babe. Do the do the do and do the double do. Mountain Dew Supreme. Next up we have Carrie Colby, who oh my god is so fucking okay. When the like promos for the season were coming out, I was like, who is this beautiful woman? And is she a guest judge that I don't know? Or what is happening? Like, Carrie Colby is just, like, so gorgeous that I'm, like... She's the type of pretty person you're, like, fuck you, bitch, for being so pretty. But, my love, what are your feelings on the doll? I, I'm i still trying to regain regain my <laughs> ability to speak. She took my breath that. away. She absolutely is so stunning. It's, like, uh, we... Whatever comes out of her mouth, it's, like, does it really... I mean, she's still gonna win. I, I, every single time you look at that face, it's so gorgeous. I was watching with somebody who's never even seen Drag Race before, and their draw dropped to the floor. Their draw dropped to the floor with Carrie. Because I was like, I I always like to watch people who's like, they don't watch it. Oh, that RuPaul show or something. (laughs) So, like, oh, this this one's really pretty. I'm like, okay. (laughs) This one, she (laughs) is amazing. I'm so excited to see what she brings. I love this little, like, my Little Pony fantasy with the trans colors representing. She came in yes. fully and proud, she said, which was so inspiring to see. And for her to come right into Cornbread and see how much they love and support each other. This is just, it. I love it. It make, brings me, it makes me so warm inside. And I love it. I, lo- I loved it, babes. Absolutely loved it, babes. I, I just, like, I love this woman's face so much. Like, Here's the thing. I'm, you know, what I'm so much more happy about is that like we are getting so much more trans representation on Drag Race, like especially like trans women because trans women are a very integral part of like almost every single drag scene across the globe. And trans girls, I'm not gonna say, I I will not say that trans girls do it better because there are a lot of non-binary and like otherwise like uh, trans individuals across the spectrum who also do amazing fucking drag. But my God. Trans girls do it like nobody else. And let it be known. Let it be known and let it be said. This woman is... Uh, 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 uh. The way, like... the If you are a, if you are a woman-loving woman or just, like, somebody who enjoys women, like, we have... We have... We have Alyssa Hunter out of drag. You guys have Carrie Colby in and out of drag. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, my loves. You're welcome, my dears. But I just... She's so... She is so, so, so beautiful. She's just, like, gorgeous in and out. Haha, <laughs> in and out. Get it? Because it's LA and they're LA girls. But it's just, like, it's so cute. And I'm loving, I'm, I agree, loving the trans representation on her. Like, I think that's very smart to come in with that as, like, your branding for your, like, the first iteration of when people see you. And, like, oh, and she re- she reveals that her drag grandmother is, wait, I believe her drag mother, actually, is Sasha Colby. 
And for those of you who do not know, for those of you uneducated chickens out in the field, do yourself a good gay favor and look up one of the iconic Sasha Kobe performances. Like, Mother is a, like, more than being a trans icon, is a pageant, like, just like, there, I wish there was a word better than icon, an icon legend statement star. That woman knows how to put on a fucking pageant performance. Like, do yourself a good gay favor and Google. Google is your friend. Google is your lover. But I agree. I love this, like, chemistry between Cornbread and Carrie. Like, I want that forever and ever. Amen. Like, they are just so cute together. Like, just, like, uh, fucking amazing. Like, I'm just, I'm, they make me very happy. That's why, I, like, very much this episode is giving me very much my feels. Like, they, like, they're just hitting all the good beats. Like, pretty woman. Funny woman. Woman who came in in a questionable outfit. It's like, it's all there. It's all there. Let's get into, let's get into uh, the uh, next girly, the next dolly, the lovely summer, spring, and June jambalaya. I just, okay, first off, what are your feelings on the doll, my love? June jambalaya, yes, yes, yes. I, well, if we're going to start off with the look, it's not my yeah. favorite of the entrance looks. I but let me tell you one thing that I've noticed about this queen. You cannot clock that beat. Oh always God, the from mod. the neck up, it's uncheckable. Always has the great mod. hair. Always yes. has great makeup. Always looking gorgeous. But for some reason, for this look from the neck down, I am not all the way there. What do you think? I I agree. I was similarly not all the way sold on the 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 look from the neck down. I think she says that it's like, I think it's the designer. I think she's wearing like a, a some designer. I don't know them and I apologize for being uncultured in that way. But like it to me, it to me is not giving super, like in the same way that, well, actually not even in the same way, because like at the very least Willow Pills had like a, a thought and like a gotcha moment behind it for June. I, it feels kind of, I'm not going to say pedestrian because it's elevated above that, but it's like, it's a very like, it feels like a very bar look. Like I could, I, I feel like I could see her at her home bar wearing this and be like, yeah, girl, you look so cute. Or like, this is like a cute, like meet and greet number. Like for the first impression that you will be giving on the, like the workroom in Drag Race, like, I don't know. It's just like, Take the time. Like, this is your moment. Like, this moment and your entrance line and your look are going to be immortalized forever. Because at the very least, you know that you have had... You get, in in modern-day drag race, you get, at the very least, three looks that you'll be remembered by if you go home first. You have your promo, you have your entrance look, and you have your first runway. You have to make sure that those looks are incredibly strong, in my mind, and, like, emblematic of who you are as a, as a queen. Like... Thinking back to the wonderful and gorgeous season 13, I'm going to keep doing this the entire season. Fuck you. Got Mix promo was out of this world. Like, Got Mix, I think, in my mind, I'm not going to say she won the promo, but definitely was very much up there. And then her en- their entrance look, where they were, like, their entrance look and their makeup was, like, so iconic that fully for, I think, six months after that, girls were uploading videos on TikTok and YouTube, recreating their makeup and that color palette and just, like, all of it. And I don't even remember what their first runway was, but I don't care because they were gorgeous. Like, it, I feel like Junjumbalaya, I don't know 100% about this queen, or I don't have, I don't feel like I get a lot of great insight into this queen from this look, if that makes any sense. But It let's does, listen. it does. 
Yes, but let's listen to collage, my love. Ooh, y'all, I could not get into this one. It was given very Fashion Nova, giving very Kato, giving very Rainbow. And and this, the most disappointing part, I think, is that she seems to have such a, like, I'm not going to say large personality because I don't think it's large. I think she has such a, like, sassy personality. And I would have loved to have seen that translated into her, like, looks. Because I think if she could have gotten that, like, I wanted her to come in and just, like, you just feel the fire. You know what I mean? Because I feel like she does have a lot of fire in her. And I just, it didn't come across in this look. I can agree with that. Like, coming off of, like, coming off of six seasons of MasterChef and two seasons of MasterChef Australia, I think it's very important for the seasoning and the fire to be correct and right. And I think I think Homegirl has a seasoning. The fire, however, in this particular jambalaya may need to be turned up from, like, low to medium heat. Like, I want to see... It's missing for me the zhuzh. Like, it's cute. Is it everything in a bag of chips? Perhaps not. And then it's also, like, lacking for me a little bit of the, like... I just, I, I don't know what your perspective on drag is from this look. Like, if I if I didn't know you and I just, like, this is my first time ever seeing you as a queen, from this one look, I get a sense that you, like, may not... Like, this look compared to what she was able to put together on the, like, runway tonight and what she did in her promo are, like, those two... Like, her, her runway tonight and her promo are June Jambalaya, and this feels like a very weird outlier, if that makes any sense. What are your feelings, my love? I love this queen. I think that also her confessional look and that hat was really cute. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think that what her potential is, how she says she's like a real housewife, I can see that and I like that personality. And I am I think that she she just did not choose the right things. So, like, she did not choose the right thing to walk in. That's just bottom line. I feel like she mm -hmm. can definitely bring out more. Hopefully we'll see. Well, girls, we shall see. We move into our next dolly. Oh, goodness. One, I mean, we'll talk about this entrance, but next up we have Miss Orion's story. And what are your feelings on the doll, my love? Oh, my gosh. I was so scared. I like was like, what is that noise? And then it ended up being air. It literally sounded like, like when the stove like or the piping when like the tea <laughs> is done. I was like, oh, my goodness. But that was like, I wonder how she makes that noise. But I like this outfit. I think she looks really pretty. I she's the first queen from what state? I to Michigan. quote me, you have first queen from Michigan. I lo I love that for her. So I'm excited to I'm excited for her to represent Michigan. That's cute for her. I like her dialed back kind of stoner esque personality. I'm into that archetype. I feel like we don't get a lot of that on Drag Race. Really, I like in the confessional her little split eyebrow and the look is cute she made it herself i think it, she looks really pretty this is the prettiest she's looked or shown so far and the stoning you can't go wrong with that beautifulness so i i love it too for moi i love i absolutely love and adore that you're like she like she this is the best she's gonna ever look like she i'm so happy to see her representing michigan as if we did not watch the same episode fully to completion and know what has happened to her we're gonna we're we're gonna leave the spoilers to the end. We're gonna we're gonna run through this the way that we should and correctly. But I agree with you. This like the 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 sound that was playing. I fully thought that my laptop was dying. I thought that I had done something wrong. I thought that VH1 was coming to get my ass. I just I didn't know what was happening. I think okay okay. I will say this. Fucking opening line. That was an opening paragraph from Orion's story, and I didn't. I don't know. It was just like. It was it was clunky and chunky. 
Like it was chunkier than Willow's flip flops. Like, and then okay, and then the dab, the dab. I can get by a dab. It's like past the hump of like memeiness where it's like, okay, now it's like not even witty, but it's just like, all right, you're doing a dab, work. But the lurk I like. The lurk I think is very, very cute. I love her beat. Like, I think she looks very beautiful in the face. I think the I, I love the hair. It's giving very like housewife. It's it's giving very like a fembot housewife, which like I, I love and adore. Uh, the girls say that she looks like, uh, well, the girls say that they're getting a little bit of Lana Del Rey tease, and I can honestly see that. Like, I enjoy that. But I will say, if there's one thing I do not quite enjoy about the look, it's, like, the bra part of it. Like, I'm, like, I think without the, like, the spokes on the front, it could have been just, like, a, a complete serviantra for me. But just to be a nitpicky Nally, I just, I didn't love that part of it, but... I love the. I don't know what this hairstyle is called. I think it's a. I think it's a mullet. I think it's a mullet. But she's very cute. Like she's 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 cute. It, and the look is the look is adorable. Mm, the look is cute. The look is cute. I like the body. The body is there. The body is here. The body is here. No, we can't talk about her. She's bad. She, she doubled oh my next. But no. Yeah. But I just like. I don't know. Like this look is. The look is cute. I like. I like that she makes her own things. I always love that in a queen when they design their own things. Shout out to Isis Couture. But I just like. I. I really do. I. There's something about her that I like. Enjoy. Like it's like. There's something kind of weird kid inviting about her. Like I always love the weird kid because I was always either the weird or loner or gay or some combination of the three. So it was just like. I. I. I see. I see very much somebody who I would have sat with, like sat with at lunch. Like she's very cute in that way. But let's listen to what Collage has to say. I cannot believe they let Sasha Bell back in this competition. Ah! Like she, this woman really thought she was going to crack the code. I really think she thought she was going to win like the whole season. You need to leave Sasha Bell alone. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you Collage do that to Miss Sasha Bell and Miss Orion? Sorry. Sasha Bell has, I think, well, has I, I don't know if they competed on Dragula. I feel like I might be misremembering that. But how absolutely diggity-dong dare you? I mean, I do see a similarity here and or there. But we we ha we need to be nice to the girls. <laughs> but she's very cute. I Okay, I will say this. That entrance, I don't understand her entrance line. Like, it's, it's, it's like, it's from the Trixie school of, like, comedy i guess but like also i don't get it but then what about like why the burger phone i just like i have a lot of questions there I, i'm left with a lot of questions on this here evening but she's very cute she's very very adorable but next up my loves next up oh wait first i have to say i wrote this early on in my notes i wrote this very early on in my notes in the episode but i wrote like you know you know what always happens when a girl is like i'm the first girl representing blah 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 bumfuck quote-unquote state they go home with the quickness. And I don't mean to be a fortune teller, but if you watch the episode, you know what happens. But I just like, I I like I like her like out of drag look. It's like, it's it's not good. It's not bad. It's interesting. It's interesting. It is interesting. But, oh, before we get into everything else, let's uh, listen to a voice from Collage. So I actually know Shane. I actually really like Sasha Bell, <clears throat> but she actually has a new name now. What's her new name? It's really funny, actually. It's something that like sounds so ridiculous that it's like clever to me. We love a rebrand. But before we get into the goop and gagarama, I have to ask you, my dear and my love, who is your top toot 
from this batch of entrance looks. Something that I would also enjoy right now, I'm top tooting cornbread. Ooh, I would love some fucking cornbread. Oh my god. I want it. I've been craving it. And every time now drag race and I tend to watch drag race a little tipsy. So all the time love I'm that. like, Ooh, now I'm gonna be hungry. Oh well, I'll get over it. I mean, you still owe me a fish and chips date whore, but like that's that's neither here nor there. Though I will get you to the fuck together on this recorded podcast. Oh, I we going, this- we going. When, baby, when, 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 hun, when? You tell, tell me, me when. you tell me, you tell me. You say that I like down. I have things to do. Like, you say that like <laughs> I have a schedule that means, like, you say that like I'm booked and blessed and busy. Your bitch is doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> and it's free all the time. Perfect. Get it together. <laughs> Acting challenge starts now. That's we love to see it. Get that Grammy. Get that Emmy. I would have to say for me, uh, my top two from these entrance looks, I have to give it to Alyssa Hunter, even with the Katniss Everdeen bow. I just like I think she looks really, really cute. I do love Cornbread's look though. Like everybody, every most of all of the girls look very absolutely gorgeously intra. But I just I love the production value on Miss Alyssa Hunter. And I'm not saying that just because I uh, am simping for her. Why would you ever think that? But no. So wee woo wee woo, the alarm goes off. And uh, I love how the hoes immediately know the goop and gagarama. So for those of you who do not know, it is a spins, dips, and splits premiere. Meaning you pay for half of the dolls now, you get half of the dolls later. Very layaway, very layaway friendly. Uh, my goop and gagarama is that RuPaul, RuPaul Charles herself, stole my phrase. She stole it from me. Like, I have called this iteration of Drag Race, original recipe Drag Race, since way back when. Since, like, season one to two to three. Like, she's been, you know, all I'll say is this. I will be expecting my royalty checks in the room mail. And uh, I'm just very happy to know that she's, like, a friend of the pod. I love to know that we have listeners in such high places. But... With that, we move into the mini challenge of the week, wherein we see the girls strapped to a wheel <laughs> in a harness for... Honestly, they haven't done these kinds of, like, uh, photo shoots where they're fully taking the piss out of the girls in a while. So it is very nice to see them, like, bringing, bringing it back. So the dolls are, are strapped to the grand finale lip-sync for... Well, lip-sync extravaganza wheel for a photo shoot. And I just, I, for me, I personally love the three faces of our three most recent winners. The three inductees of the Melanin Dynasty, Evie Oddly, Miss Jada Essence Ball, and Miss uh, Simone Simonier. Like, I really do. Just powerful stuff. Powerful stuff all the way down. The, the way that they're spinning these dolls, these hoes better have their shits pinned in and pinned in good. Lace fronts, lace the fuck back. Because the way, just the Wheel of Fortune spins that these girls were getting, just so sad. So mean, so mean. I was scared. I do not do well with like motion and all that shit. So I would be like, <laughs> wait a damn minute. <laughs> I don't. It's not, I'm sorry, but it's just something about I don't do well with motion. I stay stationary, ho. Moving? I don't do that. <laughs> I hate, especially circular. Like all those. No, I do not. I would rather not. I went on the Gravitron once. I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but it's that ride that spins in a circle and you get stuck to it like a magnet. And I was young and I puked on myself and it was (gasps) not. Yeah, my my head was stuck to the back of it. So I just straight up. Yeah, I went. I went. Mm -hmm. It was not cute. Pukey porky pig. I mean, I love that you're being vulnerable for the podcast. We thank you. The podcast here at New York. (laughs) 
Gravitron. I love, I mean, I've never, I was never on those ones where you're like standing up straight and they like hook you into the harness. I was in the ones that were like, I don't know if it's called the same thing, but like, it's like basically that, but it's seats. So it's like, I don't know if like, I don't think they have seat belts, but like, trust and believe a bitch was running, running, running rampant. Like centrifugal force got your hoe together. But one of my favorite things about this whole sequence is like, RuPaul was born in Atlanta, Georgia, yet has no fucking idea what's in Jambalaya, apparently. Like, and that just, to me, seems very incorrect. She hits us with the mango, ham, which can be in a jambalaya, I will admit. But celery? Who's heard of celery in jambalaya? Like, I don't know what dish she was making for Miss June, but that was not it. But I just, I love, I love RuPaul because she is just very much on one tonight. Like, she is just, just on one. Like, even with the way from Jump that she is just absolutely destroying and desecrating everything that Willow Pill has put into making her name. Just... Love it. Love, we love to see it. It's just like, it, it is just, it's, it's too much. She's just like, she's come back from abroad. She has come back from the UK and has lost her entire mind. And I love to see it. Tell me if I'm wrong or tell me if I'm just like feeling this on my own. Tell me if I'm feeling something of my own fantasy. I'm feeling my own vanilla latte fantasy. But it felt like they were spinning Carrie Colby like way harder than the rest of the girlies. Like, I don't know if they hated her or if they just like didn't like her because she's pretty. But they spun her right round, baby, right round. Like, it was just, woo. I don't think it was appropriate. And I think that it's something <laughs> that should be stopped immediately. Do I need to call? Who do I need to talk to? Write your local senators. Let your local congressmen and representatives know that we do not appreciate the manner in which they were spinning Miss Colby. But no, uh, I just, okay. okay. It is not, it's not right and it's not okay. I, okay, <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> Why? I love that. You're quoting something, right? Is that the... I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's not Ryan and it's not okay. Shout out to Whitney Houston. Oh my gosh. Well, we have a voice note from the wonderful art creation collage. I agree. I'm loving seeing the photo shoot again because that was like always one of my favorite parts of the earlier seasons. I do wish though that the people spinning the wheel were Simone, Evie, and Jada. I think it would have added a different energy to it. It would have been like a group photo shoot at that point. Like, there would have just been like a better element to it, I think. Collage, you're so right. You're so correct. True. Collage just hitting us with the bangers one after the other. No, I completely agree. Like, this could have been very... I think, especially if they had included the previous winners of the Melanin Dynasty, it would have been like so much of a cuter, like, mom mom between all the girls. I, I will say it is nice to see the pit crew back. Like, we have not had, I, I feel as though we've been pit crew starred for a little bit. Like, back in like Era 2, it used to be all about the pit crew as like the eye candy of the season. And now, I, well, ever since like Era 3 and Era 4 with the Rona. Like, we, have, we haven't gotten as many uh, snapshots of them. So it's nice to have Jason and the other one back. Jason and the ginger. I do not remember his name, and I apologize. But I love cornbread so much, and I'm just going to continue saying that for this entire season. Because for, just specifically for this moment, I love that Sis is using the full, like, she's using the powers of nature to her advantage on that wheel. Like, she is very much, you spin me right round, baby, right round. Like, Sis was spinning that shit like an 80s disc jockey. Like, Vanna White better be scared for her job. The way, wait, Vanna White doesn't spin the wheel. Whoops. Either way, Sis, just the way that Sis was spinning and nobody was there helping her, that is, that is good television. That is comedy gold right there. She's just, I love her so much. I just, I really do enjoy cornbread on my television at every moment and chance that we get. 
It's just a fun time, darling. She should have. Well, you should announce what who the winner was. Okay. Well. Okay. I agree. She she had a very good chance at winning, but well, she won later. Well, you saw the episode. Why am I talking like y'all didn't see the episode? Y'all saw the episode. Or if you're coming to UDRP first for all your drag race news before you watch the episode, that's a weird way to do things. But I will not fault you for it. But for this week's uh, mini challenge, the winner, the winner, winner, chicken dinner is. Miss Carrie Colby, who honestly looked absolutely gorgeous. I was kind of scared for her because she did have a lot of like moving parts to her garment that was getting in the that were getting in the way of her like face, and I was worried about how it would translate on camera. But she looks absolutely gorgeous in the final shot that they gave her or that she chose. I totally agree. I think that she, well, she can never not look pretty. So if it's a photo shoot challenge, she's going to be the front runner, running ahead of the pack, darling. Ooh, we have another voice from Kamosh. Okay, I actually have a thought about the pick crew. I know y'all kind of moved on, but I wanted to say that I personally believe, and this might be a um, just my opinion, and I get to the whole idea is that like RuPaul is attracted to men and he wants them as like eye candy for himself, but like I'm ready for some like some women and some like trans pit crew and some like non-binary pit crew. Like the pit crew is kind of looking like the same lately and like always. And I've never really been that attracted to them because I'm not really attracted to that type of guy. Uh, you know what I mean? I can oh. What yes, I'm my feelings about this. Guess what? I'm actually going to take it as far as emailing producers. What if the pit crew for next season are the cock destroyers? Come on, let's just be real. That I mean, would be the best reunion. We need a reunion. We need a reunion. They are split <laughs> up. So like it would it would it would take the powers of RuPaul Charles to bring them back together. And oh I would love God. to see it. No, I, but honestly, that's a good iconic. idea. I want it's, like girl pit crew. I want non-binary pit crew. That would be so so amazing because there's so many different like it's not just what rue wants we other people like things too i honestly i don't even think it's for rupaul anymore at this point because we've had this same pit crew like jason and the ginger whose name i'm forgetting i'm so sorry they're very sweet lenses but like they have been around since like season five season six like we're on season 14 now and uh, i appreciate and i love that they have like kept it tight kept it right for all this time good for them uh, i agree with you collage like uh, this particular, like, flavor of menses is not my, like, cup of tea all the time. Like, I prefer my menses to have a little... Honestly, that was why I love the UK's pit crew in the, in the season that they did have it, because they just brought an entire slew of, like, different... Like, we got a lot more, like, alt pit crew. We got a lot more, like, muscle... Not muscle, but we got... We got, we got a lot more bald guys. We got a lot more uh, tatted and, like, pierced, which is my flavor of menses when I when I do dip in the wells. But I agree, like, I would love to see more, like, representation. I mean, when we think about it, like, the pit crew is supposed to be, like, eye candy. It's, like, from Era 1 and Era 2, where it was, like, definitely playing only to, like, gay male audiences. So, like, it was supposed to be eye candy for gay, like, back when, it, back when we were on Logo with the Vaseline filter and, like, running at 480p, like, it was very much about honestly just having eye candy to fap to in the middle of your drag program which like i feel like we're beyond that now so like i would like to see for like our bisexual like viewers and audience members uh just like more 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 give me more 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 but i love i, w I would love to see that. i think that's an, i think that's an amazing addition to the show 
also this was kind of a missed opportunity because like and it could still happen like you never know but how funny would have been if they had one woman um pit crew just for metamorphosis this year <laughs> that would have been oh so funny God. just so they have something to look at i think that'd be fucking hilarious i mean shout out to i mean metamorphosis uh, when okay we'll we'll talk about this next week when they have their premiere and they have their moment and their shine but it is so interesting i feel just like a lot just a lot of that around that is very interesting because like the closest we've ever gotten to like somebody who isn't gay before this i mean victoria scon was victoria scon to my knowledge is a lesbian but before her on uk season one we had scaredy cat who was bisexual so like that was the farthest that we'd gotten to my knowledge in terms of like a sexuality that wasn't expressly like gay i mean outside of the like the trans and like trans femme contestants that we've had like that's been like i just think it's interesting a very interesting time let's get into it so for this week's maxi challenge the dolls will be participating in the cnts the charisma nerve and talent show where all that's missing is you which I love that. It's um, it's a thinker. You really have to put your thinking caps on for this one to really get at the heart of what the joke is. But uh, once you do, my God, is it there? <laughs> I think this is a really, really great challenge to start off the season with because it may honestly, at the very at the very least, on the baseline, it makes sure that the host can actually do stuff, which is like perfect and gorgeous, and like it gives very all stars tease. But my love sister Michael, uh, how do you feel about this being the first salon for the season for the girls? I, at first, I was like a little bit upset because I love the spring and fall runway fashion show because it's I such just a love good, It's such a good, like, thing. It's you, so you cute. Like right. And it gets to showcase the girls a lot. Like, if they're paying so much money to go on this show, at least let them get in a couple runways. Let me see exactly. something. Like, even though Kamora Hall left early, we got all of, like, a lot of looks out of her. We saw her fashion, and it was really cute still. But, like, as what happened, you know, we all saw what happened with that lip sync. But it's mm. it's better to help show the queens off. But I think the talent show's cute. I think, obviously, at the end of the day, what they need to do is be put on the spot in the real world. If they need to entertain, this is what they would choose to do. So, yeah, that's a good first impression. Let's see what you fucking got. Let me see what you can do. No, that was not my ass cheeks. Those are my hands. But, you know, she is caked up thicker than a snickle. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I agree that, like, I, I do miss, I do miss the fall spring fashion show. Like, the, the, the fall, fall spring collections, because you're right, we do get not only multiple runways, but I feel personally, especially when we have, like, the entrance looks, like, if you, if you are putting a foot forward in your entrance look, that perhaps doesn't give the true breadth of like what you are fashion wise and what your perspective is fashion wise as a drag queen. Your like spring fall collection really does give so much better insight into like what you can do and what and honestly what you brought because like you know it's it, it it's one thing to say oh you don't need money to do drag which is a fucking lie. It takes a lot of money to look drag race level acceptable. You can't just bring any old thing and if you do you will get red for filth. So, like, it's, I think it's, like, a very, it's a double-edged sword, but, like, bitch, both edges are sharp, and, like, if you can't hack it, maybe don't pick up the hilt. But I do love this talent show moment, because we do get to see, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much of it is, like, what you would be doing to entertain an audience in person, 
because some of these polls, as we'll get to see, are very interesting, very interessante. I think it's a very fun and, like, smart thing to, like, have these girls show that, yes, they have a talent or they have a thing that they can do or would be doing if they needed to make a dollar at a night. So I, I do I do enjoy this. It's giving very all-stars tease. But rest in peace to the Fall Spring Collection. Who actually, we never know. It might happen in the third episode. We don't know what happened yet. But the dolls are de-dragging. And I just have to say, Alyssa's like uh, the most attractive uh, one out of drag here is me. Uh, just kidding. And I'm like, girl, you don't have to kid. Like, you're right. It's okay. It's right and it's okay. Like, we know, girl. We know. But uh, Alyssa is just so hot. And it makes me so sad. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it's just too much. Like, I want to smash Alyssa like her last name is Super Bros Ultimate. I just... Like, oh, like, yes! <laughs> like, like that is the trade of the season. And Mama, I don't want to trade that in nowhere. Like, Mama, I'd like to keep that one. Like, it is just... She's just so cute. She's just like... Uh, she's, she's hot, has the bone structure, but then on top of that, has the neck tattoos, which for those of you who don't know... Very much one of the ways to get at my pussy the easiest are either hand tattoos or neck tattoos. If you look like you would not have been employable in the 80s or 90s, hit my line. That is very much my type of tease. But I just like, I'm very happy for her this season. I'm very happy for her and me. So let's talk about Willow out of drag. So Willow, okay, Willow out of drag looks like a child, but also somehow someone who's like 30 plus years old. I don't know how. I don't know how how that works and how that happened. But I think it's the eye bags for me personally. That's what I'm picking up on. But like th- this like little striped shirt number on layered on top of a long sleeve is not helping. Like it's it's giving very, could someone please come pick up your child at the front desk? Very, very much that. Turns out that they are only 26, which work. I love that for them. Very young guns. Oh my God. Wait, I just unlocked a memory for myself. Uh, Sister Michael, please empathize with me if you have ever done this. But like, I used to get lost at supermarkets when my mother would take me there because I just like to go to the toy aisle and like look at all the toys and like not follow her around in these big ass super mega markets. And so like when I would not be able to find her, I would have to go to the front desk customer service and be like, could you um, could you get my mother on the line, please? And have them fully embarrass our entire family <laughs> in a path mark just by like letting them know that a small child was waiting for their adult at the front desk. Can you empathize, my dear? Is this something that you, is this, is this a Tivana that you have felt as well? Oh, 150%. That's happened. And one time I got lost in Sesame Street. I like was at the water park and I wasn't found for like three hours. Did you, <laughs> were you, were you having fun during those three hours? Or was it like you were looking for three hours? I was looking and then somebody was helping me. I, but I have weird foggy in and out memory of it. I love that. I love that so much. Collage's voicemail. I think it's something about Willow's like posture. Cause I kind of thought the same thing. Like it kind of threw me off at first. And I feel like no one's ever going to agree with me on this. Cause I've asked a couple of friends and they've all said no, but something about Willow Pill's voice reminds me so much of Shea Coulee and I cannot explain it. It's the, it's the vocal fry. I think I, don't 100% see it, but it is a little bit there. I'm like, I get notes of it here and there. It's like, it's very, it's it's deep and raspy, but it's also like, I don't know. It's got like, she talks at like the front of her mouth, if that makes any sense. Like she talks like very like lip heavy. I don't know what that means, but like it means what it means. It means what it means. So RuPaul comes in for a little walkthrough with the dolls to figure out what they're doing for their talent show portion. And 
Carrie is Carrie Colby is jump roping for her talent, and that feels like such an interesting pull. Like I I kind of like that for a talent show because like it, we're seeing it's like seeing a doll do something we've never seen or just like wouldn't normally see before is like one of my favorite things about like when they do these talent shows. Like when like you doing a lip sync, if you're lip syncing to your original song, that shit better be great, <laughs> cornbread, which it was. Like, but if you're like lip syncing, I'm just like, this is what you will find yourself probably doing at some point during the competition if you end up in the bottom two and or in the finale. Like lip syncing is the bare minimum that we should not should expect from a drag queen, but just like it's as an American drag queen who many times don't often pride themselves on like singing live. I'm not like blown away by amazing lip syncs unless it's like if you're doing a lip sync, make it a lip sync performance. You know what I mean? Like it's not just you and the song. It's you and the song with a perspective, aka Willow. So Rue is talking to Carrie, and I just have to say, Shady Shores Elementary sounds like it is straight out of a Drag Race acting challenge, and I just could not get over that. Like, I would not be surprised if any of the writers found a way to input that this season in the acting challenge that I know is coming up. Like, I would love to see it. I would very much like to see it. I was I- jealous. I want to go Shady Shores. I think you did. I think you definitely <laughs> went to Shady Shores. I got actually right. Yeah, I got a, a little bit of a yeah. I got my diploma there. You're right. My bad. <laughs> you got your diploma from elementary school. So th- here comes the the million dollar question, my love. What would you have done for this year talent show? Oh, I would have sang. I love to sing. I and also I would have incorporated it with like, and then it would start like being into a dance number, and then it would like end in fire and flames. <laughs> just absolutely crazy full energy <laughs> and hooker yes hooker i love that uh <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you would do um i was thinking about it i would probably want to do like i think i think a comedy routine would be fun but it's really hard to do like comedy especially for a talent show portion because like if they're not there with you from minute one, it's really hard to get them on your side throughout like the whole of it. Because like it's a different format when like you're doing a, a like a comedy roast or like something or like a comedy show where like people expect comedy at like all stages of it. So to do like a, just like a comedy set would be I feel like interesting. I would I another part of me wants to do something gymnastics based, like very like flips, dips, and tricks. Like your bitch can do the splits. Like she's been working on it, but I. I worry about the fact that my spine has scoliosis out the house down boots. So, like, really, do I victorious scon myself this early in the competition is the million-dollar question. But, yeah, I think, I think if anything, I think I would more than likely, if not doing an original song like Cornbread, I would probably take a comedic route like Willow. Like, I think Willow did one of the most perfect things for this talent show outside of, like, doing something that shows that you have, like, a talent. But let's move into it. So Junjin Malaya, honestly, I just have to say this now, has one of my favorite, like, confessional personalities. She is just so witty off the cuff and is just, like, just, like, has that natural, like, funniness to her that I feel like is getting lost in the workroom and in, like, the, in the way that she presents herself as a queen. Like, I feel like the way that she is in the confessionals is exactly what she needs to be bringing or what I hope to see her bring in the future of this competition to her drag persona because that's what I would love to see but let's listen to this voice of her collage for the talent show I would definitely do this performance I've done before where I come out as a person who just woke up in the middle of the night hungry as hell 
and I would perform to the song, um, I Need a Hero. And throughout the entire song, with the beats of the song, I would make a sandwich. And at the very end, I would like cut it and eat it and then go back to bed. And that would be my whole performance. <laughs> I love that so fucking much. That is so, that like, that's perfect because like, like masterpiece a masterpiece a masterclass in how to do an amazing performance like that's what this like that's what drag race is about like it's about not taking yourself too seriously and like not being afraid to be stupid like that is so perfect like it's dumb fun it's like an iconic song and it's like it's fun and it like you're taking the piss out of it also love food on i mean rue according to the reddit rebus rue apparently hates to watch people eat so like I don't know, like, it, I don't know, because, like, we watched Little Eat tonight, and, like, we seem to be into that, so, like, I don't know, it's either hurt or miss, I guess it's, like, I guess it's whether or not you're her favorite or not, but I think that would be fucking, I think that would fucking kill. I think that'd be fucking amazing. Yes, I love Miss Ginger Malaya, because she's, she's just, like, a catchphrase machine, just, like, she has so many good catchphrase moments, like, throughout the entire episode that I just, like, girl, the merch that you better be having after this needs to be second level and third level. We, we learn that uh, Willow has struggled their entire life with a chronic illness called cystinosis. And I honestly just, I really do love to see the spirit that they've kept about themselves, regardless of it. Like, they have kept such, like, a, a brightness and a humor to themselves. Like, even though the, like, it is a, a it seems to be a very, like, life-altering illness. Um, like, very life-taxing. So, like, I, I like to see that they're still able to have this, like, very very interesting point in terms of their sense of humor like this very interesting perspective and just like a very when i say that they're like i don't mean it in a battle like they're dumb in the best way like it's amazing to be dumb being dumb is one of the best things you can be they're just like dumb stupid and i love it moving on i just have to say i love the dolls this season so far this first batch got me together your bitch loves the batch it's just a good batch we have to move into willow pillow i i love i love i love i love willow pillow is going to be merch it has to be merch. If it's not, you're missing out. Sister Michael, please, please feel free to chime in with me on this. But Alyssa is going to distract me this entire season. Like this entire season, I'm going to not be able to listen to anything she says because I will just be struck by how beautiful she is. And not that that's bad, but I'm enjoying it. Oh, I'm loving it. I I'm very excited to see more at the entire time that she was out of drag i was like oh my goodness uh look and then the backwards hat uh hi the backwards hat oh my god and then these little shorts girl girl i just i can't i can't i can't i can't she's like she's ruining me she's ruining me like i can't do my job as a podcast hostess when we have Alyssa hunter here just like destroying my sense of like attention like my attention span i just can't do it we have to move on and move into it's another day in the workroom. It is elimination day and runway day. So cornbread in this like walking in in this moo is just like another reason why she's my winner and I love her. Uh, I just I cannot wait to see her win the crown. Like that'll be my favorite thing to watch this season. As the girls are getting ready for the main stage, uh, Alyssa claims to play the guitar, which we will see is something of the case later on in the episode but i just have to say like her being like a rock and roll diva is just it's <sighs> like oh my god if she could get any hotter i think i might explode like i think i might die of heat stroke like i think i might actually pass away right here on this here day i'm just like i'm losing my fucking mind she's just so attractive and i can't i don't know what to do with myself 
But Cornbread and Carrie together, they just have such good chemistry. And it's just like, Cornbread and Carrie is a show that I need on Lapazem's Plus. Like, the way that y'all do the rest of these girlies, give them a show. They deserve it. They need it. And uh, I cannot wait for it. Would I give you my coin thought as for it? Potentially. Would I likely find someone with a login? Even more potentially. <laughs> we get a video message from the lovely Lizzo. And I just have to say, we have to stand Jada Essence Ball's impact. Like, look at her mind. Jada Essence Ball, once again, being an iconic icon with the, look over there. And we see the lovely Lizzo, who I absolutely, I fucking love. I, I adore Lizzo so much. But we see the lovely Lizzo entering the workroom to uh, to interact with the girlies for a little bit. And what were your, did you have any thoughts, my love, about Miss Lizzo uh, taking some time out to sit with the girlies? I love Lizzo. I think she looks right? spectacular she actually was a judge before on season 10 and she was just a a guest judge for a show so now she's hosting the premiere so i'm extremely proud of her i love to see her and she looks gorgeous i love it i love your mind thank you for having an encyclopedic brain in terms of like the judges because i fully would not remember that but shout out to you that's see this is why you're my favorite guest like co-hostess I just, I love, I think she's an amazing, like, pop diva to have as, like, the premiere, as the premiere hostess. I think that's, like, a very, very cute choice. I just, like, I love it so much. But let's move into this main stage. Okay. I don't know about you, Sister Michael, but at first, I was like, come on, Rumix. Like, I was like, okay, new song. But then it was like, performance. Oh, wait, before we get into anything, we have a voiceover collage. The way Lizzo and Nicole Byer both need to be permanent fixtures of this show. Like, Lizzo's energy was, like, perfect. Like, it's exactly what we need for, like, season 14 of Drag Race. Like, seriously. 100,000%. Like, Nicole Byer was... Like, Nicole Byer needs to be a... I, I need to see her as, like, a permanent judge in the rotation. Like, it's great. We have Carson and Ross who are there. But, like, the way... The way that Nicole and Lizzo just bring a vibe to the panel, it's just like it it's unmatched. Like them and TS Madison. Like we need more we need more of that, right? Oh right. my gosh. I want TS to be a permanent judge. I want Nicole Byer, as they said. I also want Lizzo. I want Lonnie. I love it all. Oh my god, I miss Lonnie. Lonnie, honestly, Lonnie cemented her spot as an iconic co-hostess. It just with the roast alone. Like, in the way that she just absolutely ate Utica. While while Utica was dying, she was like, I'm gonna have me a slice of this. It was just amazing to see. So let's get into this little performance number. RuPaul is premiering a new song. I believe it's called Catwalk. I cannot say for sure. But uh, first off, my love and my darling, what were your feelings on this little performance number? Obsessed. Every time Ru starts dancing, I just start screaming. He can literally, like touch his toes and i'll just like be waving my fingers in the air i love every single time it's so like mesmerizing then he they just have stage presence i love it and even though it wasn't the most challenging choreography we'll say i thought it was <laughs> it, it was entertaining and i was very i i, I loved it rue said y'all bitches are not going to count me out i love it i love when rue was like i'm going to show these chickens that i can still do a one two and the step like I, I mean, I loved it. I liked it a lot. Like, you're, you're not wrong in that it wasn't like I look. I Rue is like 
up there, I will say they are a veteran drag queen. They are a legend and an icon. And, you know, we're not expect like, it's no, we're not expecting Janet Jackson. Like, no, I don't think anybody's expecting Janet Jackson from her. So it was nice to see this, like, one-two step with the shake and the shimmy. Like, she can't ruin that hip. So, like, I'm very, very happy for her. Like, I, I like the song. Like, the song is really, really cute. Like, it's a bopperella and a half. Uh, she looks really, really good, I think. Like, the, I'm loving the hair. I'm loving the hair, first off. Like, I like that she's, like, she's aging gracefully the way that Michelle is. And, like, the way that Michelle has, like, incorporated the grays into, like, her aesthetic now. Like, I'm loving the way that, like, Rue is, like, the same way that Michelle is, incorporates the grays into her hair. Like, I like the way that uh, Rue is going deeper into the, like, platinum tones and just, like, fully serving that tease. I think it's really, really gorgeous. But before we move any further, we have a voicemail from Collage. I love this little Rue moment. The only critique I have is how are you going to have Lizzo sitting in front of you and you don't even feature her in the song? Like, the way a RuPaul song featuring Lizzo would blow up, like, are you kidding? Oh my God. Like, that would have been everything. And to start off the season, yes. That, that would have ate. That would have ate. That would have ate and left nothing on the plate. That would, oh my God, the world that we would live in today would be so different had, like, this been RuPaul featuring Lizzo. I mean, the track is a fucking bop and a half, and I would have loved to have just, like, if just for the sake of like having it be on the show like we don't really get like well no we had for oh god this is our country for the all-stars four title track that one you know the one we had well they weren't a guest judge but we had that uh country performer that country musician like feature in the episode i don't know i think you're 100 correct right you're 100 correct collage that this could have been so much more even though it is absolutely stunning the way it is I just, like, I really do like the, I, you know what I will say about the song, why I enjoy it so much, is that, like, the writing on this is, like, the writing and the overall, like, production on the song, I'm, like, really enjoying. Like, it's, like, the right, like, Rue definitely hired some very good writers for this album. Like, it's, like, it's Call Me Mother level good, and I'm very much into that. But I will say, that one verse from that one dancer, that, like, ooh, that dancer could get it. I'll just have to say, it's it's again with the neck tattoos and I apologize, but I am a bitch of, you know, consistency. Uh, the outfit is really, really cute though. Like it's a, it's a very nice like dancer outfit. I was expecting a little bit more dancerly dancing to happen <laughs> personally. Like we, you're, you were hundred percent correct. Sister Michael were like the choreography was perhaps not as challenging, but like given, given what the outfit gave in terms of like what I expected performance wise, it was fun. It's cute. Like, the little asymmetrical moment in black is nice with the bra, uh, with the ostrich feathers. Also, I, okay, I don't think that it's a new delusion underneath the bra. It's either not a new delusion or I can't clock it. Either way, absolutely gorgeous. Um, she looks very, very good. But now let's move into the CNTs. First up, we have Miss June Jambalaya. And my love, my darling, what were your feelings on this first performance to start our show? First off, she looks stunning. I'm obsessed yes. with this hair. I think this hat looks amazing on her. However, they did not glue down that fucking headband. It's <laughs> basically the one thing in a dance performance that could fuck you up is if your props don't work or if you dead ass just forget the dance. So one thing that didn't happen that unfortunately happened for her is that her prop was bad. She could have just ripped it off, and it she would. It's just 
uh, I, I thought it was amazing, though. I did like the dancing overall and what she was going for, but it's just sad that they're going to nitpick. There's only seven of you bitches up there. So if your headband's falling down, you're going to unfortunately be told about it. I agree with you. I absolutely love the energy on this. I think I think it was technically very sound, like in terms of like dancer, like dancer dancers, like in terms of like a dancerly performance. I think it was technically like yes, this person is a trained dancer, and like this was a very technical African dance, and I think that was really really good. But for me personally, I think I would have enjoyed just like a little bit of a twist for the main stage of Drag Race. Like, I think it's amazing to bring that level of culture and, like, African dance to the Drag Race main stage. But I think it was, like, the headband that, like, the, the headband bringing down, the headband falling down, kind of brought down the rest of the performance for me. Like, that headband was indeed her inner saboteur and her outer saboteur. But, like, I just, like, I would have, I think if the headband had stayed, I could have maybe forgiven a little bit more of the performance because, like, I feel like once the headband started falling, I could see a little bit of the nerves in her performance. I feel like she wasn't giving the 110% that I know that she knows that she can give. Like, it felt it felt just, like, a little bit staunched a little bit. Also, we have to comment on the shorts underneath. Like, the shorts I could have forgiven had they not been, like, so contrasting. Like, it was very, like... And it was contrasting, but also not flattering. Like, if you had the, the shorts, but you also had the shorts coming down with a... Like, the shorts, like, accentuating the curve of, like, the, the cut of the thigh, I think that maybe could have saved it a little bit. Like, have your butt be out. It's cute. It's fun. It's Drag Race. It's just, like, the shorts kind of, like, pulls it out of, like, Drag Queen... Pulls it out of the Drag Queen fantasy and, like, into the dance recital, like, territory, which is not what you always want. But, uh, yeah. But next up, we have Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. It's Miss Bosco. And what are your feelings on this performance? The burlesque number. I loved this little performance. I think she looks really gorgeous in this little, like, flower getup and the way that it all tore apart. Um, am I being annoying to say that burlesque for the talent show is not going to be anything that's, like, it's not going to win anymore, in my opinion, or something you need to do completely out of the box if you're going to do burlesque. Mm -hmm. But I personally love it and enjoy it every time I watch it. And I think she brought a unique spin to it and she looked gorgeous. I, I agree. She looked absolutely stunning. Like, I loved, I honestly really liked the starting look that she came, like started out in. Like, that to me was a very, very cute look. I love, I love roses. They're my birth month flower. They're a very, very cute, like, aesthetic to play with. Um, it's very Marilyn Monroe, but I, I will have to agree with you that, like, in order to do a burlesque number, like, there are two types of burlesque numbers. There's the Violet Tchotchke, where it's, like, technically very beautiful, and it's, like, it, Violet is an amazing craftsman and amazing at what she does, but also when Violet does burlesque, you're like, oh, God, this bitch's waist is so fucking tiny, I hate myself. Like, that is one error, one way you could go with it, or just, like, the, the sex kitten route were, like, a very playful, and I think Bosco did an, a very good job in terms of uh, like executing a burlesque number the outfit was there the tease and the the rhythm of it was right but the other end of it was just like uh, ben de la creme when when they did their burlesque number for all stars is in my mind one of the only ways that you can do a burlesque number now for a drag race talent show where it's like something interesting because like for a burlesque number like this the, really the most interesting part of this is the outfit like, the twist, quote-unquote, that Bosco had with, like, the rose behind her butt. It's, like, it's cute, 
Like, I'm very happy that she got fully naked. Like, go her. Love the body. Love the body positivity. It's not, it's not anything that we haven't, I agree with you, it's not anything that we haven't seen yet. Like, it is definitely something that's, like, it's been done. It's been done. And so it's hard to, like, see this and not compare it to the other burlesque numbers that we have seen and have seen following the show from, like, from the dolls and from dolls who haven't even been on the show. But my one of my favorite parts of this is, like, Cornbread. Cornbread is just my favorite. I'm not even sorry about it at this point. She's just, like, amazing and I love her. But she's just, like, I wrote in my notes as, a, like, a quote from the episode, come on glitter clit from Cornbread. And that needs to be merch. Mama, that needs to be merch. I think that's absolutely great. She needs to be branding that. But I have to say, like, Cornbread is more entertaining on the sidelines than the number was, which I don't think is a, an amazing uh, testament to your number. But let's listen to this voice that we have from Collage. I agree. It was cute. But no one's ever going to top Roxy Andrews just, like, turning that burlesque number in All Stars. Like, you just can't. It's impossible. We've seen burlesque numbers be done, not to death, but, like, if you do a burlesque number, it has to have a perspective that is different and not just like, oh, there's like, I'm taking stuff off of my body and at the end of the at the end of the thing, there's like a twist of like, oh, there's another thing on my body. Like, it's like, we need just like a little bit more. Let's move into Miss the Hunter of the Wild, Miss Alyssa Hunter, giving us a rock performance, which they, what they, which they dubbed as a lip sync, which was interesting. But what were your feelings on the performance, my love? This bitch had the nerve to tell people I that know. she played the guitar. <laughs> bitch, you don't play nothing. You know, <laughs> no, I thought it's it's like she that fucking outfit was so cute though. I would love to wear that rocker outfit. I am totally gonna buy that. But I think that overall, if you're going to just be playing with the guitar like that, it's gonna become pretty underwhelming. I thought if she was playing it would have became cooler at, like as a live aspect, but I think that she definitely she wavered towards the bottom with this performance, but I think that her looks overall are polished and she deserved to be safe. I can I can I can agree with you there. Uh first off, I will say her lip sync at the start a little bit off, a little bit off. Um at first I didn't know if like that was like pink on the track or if that was like, actually her singing like an original song. Like, I didn't know if that was her own track, and I was like, okay, work. But then once I saw her lip sync with, like, a beat behind, I was like, all right. it's a, So they paid money for these. Work. But then she does a reveal to, like, the new delusion with the tats. And I just, like, I, me for me personally, I think it's cute. I think the, the like, the sex shop, like, buckles, like, buckles and latex moment is, like, very cute. But, like, I wish that the, like, the new delusion with the tats fit her body better. And, like, also, she doesn't have a vagina. Like, not she doesn't have a vagina, but just, like, in the nude delusion, there isn't... She's not wearing a panty, so it's just, like... I'm the nude delusion instead of it being an illusion. You you what? Nude illusion? Is this the new sequin for you? What? It's a nude delusion. We are deluding ourselves if we think that is her body. (laughs) It's a nude delusion. It is a nude delusion. Yes, I love that. You know, it's, it's when it's when it's right, when it's right and done perfectly and f- seamlessly flawlessly, then it's a nude illusion. But when when we can see it and it takes us out, oh, of it, when it's a she's nude wrong, illusion. oh, I love this, girl. This is not new. <laughs> oh my gosh, the voice memo. Like the only way I could see I that she could have like really turned it is if maybe instead of it being music, it was like a scene, like he loves me, he loves me not, and then maybe like some like really cool like dramatic like monologue with some like sound effects and stuff 
Like, I think that could have been cool, but no. Like, you would have had to tell a story for sure. Oh, discussing uh, Bosco's uh, or last number. I agree. Like, it just like it needed just like a little bit more. Like, it was cute. It was nice and it was fun. I don't know how it would compare to some of the other burlesque numbers that we've seen from other dolls, but like, you know, comparison is the thief of joy or whatever. But moving back to the lip syncing, like, okay, she says that she's, she says that she could play the guitar. She was lip syncing guitar. Like, Cornbread was completely right and astute in her observation that there was no chord on this guitar. Like, she was out here strumming for her life, and I'm like, okay, all right, work. But they won no strings. There wasn't any string. There were not any strings. Like, no strings attached fully and a half. Like, this was just, like, just, like, a very, I, I just, I don't know. There were just so many choices made today by Alyssa Hunter that kind of confused me. And I'm just, like, okay, work. But as we see, those, uh, those choices did land her where they did, uh, going towards the end of this episode. And, like, okay, now looking at it, I don't know how much of the new delusion is, like, her like is like a tatted nude bodysuit and how much of it is like attempting to like mask the tattoos that she has on her body but if she's like tatted the burger hello sailor even harder than before let's move into lovely miss carrie colby i have to say carrie colby's like promo look is so gorgeous like just the jewels and the hearts like she's so pretty i hate her but what were your feelings on the performance love I grew up watching Disney Channel, so jumping to was such a great experience for me. <laughs> Being able to experience it on Drag Race was so wonderful. Thank you, Carrie, for that. I honestly was underwhelmed. I I think that she that I couldn't even see the jump rope. It looked like I didn't even see it. I was like, oh my 100. goodness. Or she could have like brought pit crew out to do like an insane double dutch step with like a split or something. But you know what? She is beautiful, and that is that counts, too. We'll take everyone we can get. There's room for everyone. No, um, I just have to say, first off, I love how they got all the money this season. Like, I know, like, Anaconda, I know, cost them some coin thoughtas. Like, that shit is, like, to get the royalties for that, that shit is expensive. Her entrance lip sync was honestly kind of meh. Like, I won't lie to you. Like, I do love her. She's very beautiful and gorgeous, and I do think she's great. But, like, the the entrance lip sync wasn't, like, it wasn't really anything to sneeze at. I wasn't like, oh, yes, like, give it to us. Like, it was just like, okay, work, if that. But I just, I, I will say, the I agree with you 100%. The jump rope should have had glitter or just, like, stones or just, like, something. Because, like, she could have said that she was jump roping and, like, not done, not been doing, you know, okay. I don't know if you know these, like, I don't know if you know what these are, but there are these, like, um, I saw them on, like, this, like, show doing, like, the weirdest stuff on Amazon or whatever, but there's these, like, workout things where, like, they're essentially jump ropes, but, like, they're jump ropes with, like, just the handles and, like, balls at the end of them, so, like, you jump rope, potentially, like, you're, you're swinging it and you're swinging your arms, but, like, there's no rope, it's just, like, a machine that's, like, pretending the rope, which, like, I don't know why you would make that, but go off. She could have came out here with those, and I think that would have been as effective as what we saw. Because, like, the jump rope, A, was a very thin jump rope. Like, I'm not saying that I'm a jump rope aficionado, but your bitch did get into some double dutch back in the day. And similarly, Kiki Palmer and Corbin Blue in Jump In and Jump In 2 were very much my Tivana St. James. But, like, I just, like, I don't know. It was just, like, I think it was, uh, like, once she actually got into jump roping, I was like, okay... This is this is something. This is cute. Like I was expecting her to go a lot faster, 
But I just like I agree. Like she she said before that she wasn't doing double dutch, but I personally feel that like had she brought out the pit crew or someone else to aid her and to give her like a double dutch moment, this could have been like a lot higher up in the night. Like she was eventually, as we saw, pretty safe uh, with her runway included. But just like I don't know. I feel like this was a missed opportunity to like really sell jump roping. Um, but before we get into the voice of collage, I do just want to say I appreciate the professional in her that like did a cartwheel into a split. Like when she lost the rope at the end, like you saw that she like tripped and like lost the beat of it. So like at that moment, she was just like, all right, I'm going to do a hand like a back handspring or is that a back handspring? I think it was a front handspring into like into into a split. But I have to, I, I do being a nitpicky Nelly, I have to I do have to note the pussy drop at the end did not match the final beat of Anaconda for her performance, which is like, you know, not amazing and not super tight. But I will say, imagine if she had did that in heels. Like this is I think the performance is great, but like I'm not trying to kill her or anything. But like imagine if she had done that in heels. Like uh, we, not a not a stiletto or anything, but just like a nice wedge or a nice chunky heel. Like imagine, like not the dreaded sneaker wedge, but just like imagine she had done something like that. Like wouldn't that have been such a bigger serviandra? Ooh, that would take the I like a little risk factor, yeah. Like she could break her ankle. Like it could be anything. Let's move it into the voice of collage. Right. Like you're trying to tell me you can Amazon Prime yourself a light up jump rope. Like, come on. Oh my god, yes. I, how could I even forget? There are fully light up jump ropes. Like she could have I have seen, you know, the Showtime, the Showtime girlies on the subway and or just like, girlies in Times Square who were like, hi, I'm going to get all up in your space and like make myself a nuisance. Well, this is pre-Rona. I don't know if they still do it because I haven't been to that part of Times Square recently. But like there there were just like, I feel like that's a missed opportunity for you to be jump roping with like a rope that could not be seen. Like it's just like, were you jump roping? Inquisitive minds would like to know and we may never know. But let's move into the next, the the consolation to the stars, Orion's story. And what are your feelings on this year performance, my love? The concept seems funny. Like, okay, it's like a trailer yeah. park lady who's doing aerobics and she has this funny accent and she's just making these crazy jokes, smoking his cigarettes, but it just didn't land. Something about talent shows with comedy is just this kiss of death. And I hate that. And I would honestly not do it if I was a queen because I know that I'm already going to have to do like a roast or something comedic. So number one, just save that for that time and try it then because you have way less to lose because all these bitches always go home. Rest in peace to Jish. I love her. Oh my God. That's crazy. Like, Jish, I think Mayhem Miller. Wait, was May? No. Who would? May? No. The season before Jish. So Jish was season five. I'm, I'm planning this out of my head. I'm doing it by promo look. So Zhuzh was season five, right? Yes, Zhuzh was season five because that was Shady Kool-Aidy. Um, no, that wasn't Shady Kool-Aidy. No, that was All-Stars 4, Zhuzh. And so, then yeah, so, for okay. All-Stars 5, Derek Berry went home for comedy. There we go. That's what I was That's what I was trying to place. Like, I was just like, you're 100% right. Like, the doing a comedy, a comedy skit or, like, if you know that you are not the funniest bitch on a mic, like, if you know that you could not step to Bianca Del Rio in a comedy special... Maybe don't have that be your, like, talent. And if you watch the Untucked after the episode, she reveals that she had planned to do her original song, but because of, like, a lot of external factors in preparing for Drag Race and moving to Drag Race and, like, moving out of her apartment and her cat having health issues, she wasn't able to prepare the uh, original song as well as she would have liked, so she went with this as a backup. But, like, 
it i believe that the girls knew that the talent show was going to be the first challenge like i don't think that was like out of their wheelhouse like i'm pretty sure that they told them that because they would have had to have gotten the lip sync well, not the lip sync but they would have gotten their songs and the rights cleared for all of that so i'm pretty sure that like at some point she would have had to have prepared a performance to this that I think would have perhaps been a little bit cleaner. Like, I think she was doing this all improv, which is very much not how you want to do this. Like, if she had come in with, like, because they weren't up on the stage for a, a, a very long amount of time, if you look at it. It really, like, it was, what, a minute, a minute, a minute 30 of, like, content that you had for the main stage. Like, you didn't really have to do a lot, but, like, you really, you didn't need to have, like, jokes on jokes on jokes, but at the very least, like, at the very least, 50% of the time that you spent up there should have been jokes, in my mind. But before I get into the rest of my uh, critiques, let's listen to uh, Collage. Honestly, Orion should have just borrowed Carrie's uh, jump rope, her invisible jump rope. And as part of her gimmick, she should have, like, tried to do what uh, Carrie did, but, like, completely fell at it in, like, a very comedic way, you know? That's like, not the whole thing, but, like, a part of it could have been that, and that would have been very funny. Exactly, like... I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if it was a thing of like each girl got their own prop and then could only do so much here or there, and like I don't know if Carrie would have even lent it to her, but like if you saw that jump rope backstage and you know that you did not prepare a very very tight, like a very tight five in terms of like your comedy performance, take that shit and go up there and do use every tool in your toolkit to your advantage, and I just don't think she did that to herself this week. Mo moving to like the okay. I, uh, to her performance, just specifically about her performance, like, there was a joke at the beginning, I think, like, I think that, I think she started off, like, medium well, like, she got a chuckle out of RuPaul, which is more than most girls can say, but, like, most importantly, I, okay, what strikes me most importantly is, like, she decided to do this on television, and the camera people said, saw that, and were like, okay, girlie, we'll give you what you want, like, and I do feel bad for her, because, like, this was, this is going to follow her around forever, but, like, also, this was so short. Like, there was maybe one joke in the entire thing total. And, like, besides the grinding, which they made sure to get their camera so deep inside her that they were basically giving her a colonoscopy, like, there, like, there was something, there was something there in terms of, like, the character and the characterization. Like, a trailer park aerobics instructor is a thing that could be fun. Like, just think of, like, what Crystal Method did. I think, I think she saw what Crystal Method did and was just, like, taking that school of, like, stupid funny but like it just it was stupid but it wasn't funny and i don't even think it was like stupid it was just like kind of uncomfy the character itself isn't unfunny but it just like it didn't hit you know what i mean but also that line of like a hot she has a hot one in the chamber like that that is going to follow her around for the rest of her career like she is never going to escape that the same way that aiden zane will never escape boo that will be with her for the rest of her days and i feel very bad for her because like that's hard to make into merch that people want to buy. You know what I mean? It kind of felt like she was trying to give Katya, if you know what I mean. But the problem was that she wasn't comfortable with the judges in the way that you have to be comfortable with them to be able to do something like that. Like, that's something you do further on in the competition where you're all, like, joking around. You're all, like, you know, like, you get each other's sense of humor a little bit better. But, and, and I give her credit because it did take some, like, gusto to come out there and do that. And, like, she should get her tins for that. But, yeah, it just did not go well. What do you think, Sister Michael? Do you agree with collage? Yeah, I think that we, we it's more of, like, a towards the end, like, because they all do it at the same time. I feel like if you're the only one trying, it's kind of harder. And for just four people in front of you, 
and the other girls, it's like kind of hard. I, I felt I felt bad. Next up, we move into my favorite performance of the night, the lovely Miss Cornbread. My lovely dear sister, Michael, what were your feelings on this amazing performance? Not oh, my gosh. This performance just it blew my mind. I The energy was the number one thing off the roof. This queen's energy is just infectious. You just want you just it comes right off the screen, jumps right and punches you in the face. I love it. And I love the little rap she made. She came out with her little room art bag. I love this queen's energy. The only thing I could say is I'm not sure what the the hat had to do with the outfit, but she, I, I liked I like I like the performance, and I think that she deserves to well have what she got. Yeah. I okay. I think it's like it looks very familiar. I think this is a reference to a Rue look. I like don't quote me on this, but I think it's like I think it is a reference to like like a Banji Rue look that she might have done pre Drag Race era. I think like I think it might have been. In, don't quote me on this again. I think it might have been a Rulik from, like, her star booty days. Because, like, it... I mean, I don't hate it. Because, like, it feels like it feels like something I've seen somewhere before. And, like, in the best way possible. Uh, but I just have to say, the look... So cute. Love the chicken necklace. But the wrap is really what... Get, like, I... I googled everywhere after this after the episode aired to, in order to find this track. Like, where is it? Cornbread! Cornbread, your fans would like to know... Where can we download this track right now? Like, I can, I really hope she makes it to the, to the top four, because I can't wait to see what she does for, like, her lyrics for, like, the finale four song. Just yes, just yes. Like, I will be downloading immediately once it's available on Spotify and iTunes. But, like, she just won. She won for me. Like, the lyrics, the look, the vibe, the, okay, the fucking Merle Ginsburg on the missing milk carton. Like, everything was just, like, thought out detail-wise. And I just, I loved everything about this performance so much. Like, easily my favorite performance of the night. Like, I was here eating up all of it and licking my mother clucking fingers. Like, I was just so into this so, 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 so hard. Like, truly, truly so great. Like, and I honestly, shout out to her for doing, an like, her original song. Because usually when girls do their original tracks, they're, like, not great. Like, no sh no Sade better in lots of the other dolls, but, like, usually sometimes original tracks are just, like, hey, here's my track because I'm, like, trying to make money. I mean, well, Brown Cow Stunning was pretty good, but, like, it's not always a, a hit, but, like, this feels like a hit, babe. But let's hear what Collage has to say. I'm gonna put it out into the universe now. We're gonna get a Lizzo times cornbread track. I can just feel it. Like, the way Lizzo had, um hearts in her eyes during that performance i was like "Ooh, this is the making of something i mean they like the track felt very like lizzo like if like even just listening to like water me sorry uh yeah is it what yeah water me from later on in the episode lizzo love like lizzo and especially like lizzo in her older older eras loves to do that like fast ripping track so like i could definitely see it happening i don't know how feasible it would be because we never like we never really see big like pop girly names like working with drag queens like this like I, I, yeah i don't think we've ever seen it like they we have them in like music videos but i think there might be some record label fudgery that might have to be ironed out if we want that dream to come to life but i would live breathe and die if that happened like it would be song of the summer song of the summer easily but just so good so absolutely good let's move into miss willow pill what were your feelings on this last performance of the night my love this was so fucking cool and so freaking funny too. Like this just showed exactly what her like 
what her point of view and what her drag is really. It came out of nowhere. And obviously she took that risk of shoving that um, spaghetti and meatball in her face because we know that Rude is not a big fan of that. So she took that risk and then she put herself in that tub with that toaster and I started cracking up. I thought it was so funny. It was legitimately like hilarious. Like, okay, I have to admit, I w- I'm just going to be honest. I wasn't all the way in like with the whole Willow Pill train because of the entrance look. Like the promo got me, as I said, like the promo got me and I was there. I was with her. I was got me like and then the entrance look was cute. But it kind of like it shook me in terms of like, okay, what really is your perspective on drag? But like, like, yes, she kind of lost me in the second half. But like this performance brought a bitch back around like boomerangs. I, I was so into this. Like, it was just stupidly funny. Like, it was stupidly funny in the best way. Like, it was so good. Love the song choice. Love the tempo that she delivered everything at. Love the, love the, just like the fairy dream-esque of it all. And then just like the the one-two punch of like the spaghetti and then the toaster, which the bread was untoasted, but you know, it's not a real toaster. The bread and then the toaster going into the bath and then her just like diving deep is just absolutely chef's kiss. Like, I think it was an amazing way to end the, the, the talent show for this evening. And I just, it was very, very funny. Like it was really, really funny. With that, my dear, I have to ask you, who gets your top talent toot? For the CNTs. My top talent toot. Oh, I like that. Triple T. Is going to go to Cornbread because that energy and I liked the overall performance of it and lip sync and that it was her lyrics as well. It was just full package. All Amazon Prime. All facts, no printer. I agree. Like, I can't not, I cannot lie. Like, Cornbread has my heart and she completely got me the fuck together in this performance. If I were the other girls... I would be scared of cornbread. Like, that girl is going places. Like, the only thing that... We don't know all of what her closet entails, but, like, as long as she doesn't go out from, like, an acting challenge or, a like, a, a sewing challenge or something, I see cornbread making it to the top four. Like, I don't mean to call it now and ruin and jinx a girl, but, like, I see great things. We move into the first runway of the season! Ooh! So... The runway category this se- this this season this week is signature show stopping drag, which I love as like a a, a a way to at the very least you get uh, if this is your first episode and you do go home, <laughs> um, at the very least you do get an insight into like this queen's sense of fashion or sense of drag, like that to me I think I think this is a good runway theme in order to showcase and highlight you know, the fashion talents of the girls, the way that we would have normally gotten in a spring summer collection maxi challenge. With that, my darling, I do have to ask you, as we always do, what would you have worn for the show-stopping drag? Six, sorry, signature, signature sauce, show-stopping drag runway. I would, so it would start off as, like, these wheels on this the back of this truck. And then all of a sudden, the truck's going to throw out a garbage bag. And I'm going to emerge from the garbage bag. And it's going to be me. It's the most glamorous piece of trash. No, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't have a... It would be, like, just... It would be huge. Um, and it would be amazing. But I don't know, really know how to describe that. You know, it would, I, I would... I'm more of a, like, let's go to the fabric store and pick out a really shiny fabric and then work on stuff, you know? But I would I have can, to think. I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. Yeah. 
What about you? For myself, I I think like I haven't done many looks, but one of the things that I do know and love about Manny is that Manny is a queen of color. Like I am the queen of color. Like I love playing with colors. I love playing with like chromas. I love playing just in like I think colors are one of the most beautiful things that you can do in makeup and like fashion and art through fashion. So like I would want to do I know it's really hard and it's kind of a kiss of death and you should almost never do this, but like I if I could, I would find a way to have like a a full black a full black like off the shoulder cut gown with like a if not mermaid cut and train ooh i okay so sister michael knows this but i was watching queen of the universe because of the promo after the vh1 episode but i was getting into it like i would on and i'm taking inspo from leona winters's like second or third run uh performance look where it's just like ostrich feathers as the gown part so like very sparkly bodice and then ostrich feathers either as the the cut and trim and train for the mermaid cut or coming all the way up to the waist for uh, for like the ball gown silhouette and then the hair would be two two high uh, ponytails like two high ponytail pigtails and like a very icy platinum blonde with just like a hint of yellow coloring and then at the end the left one would ombre into the cool side of the rainbow which is purple, green, and blue, and then the right side, the right ponytail would ombre into the warm side of the, the RGB color spectrum, which is red, orange, and yellow. So it would just be... I mean, be damn. You really have thought this out. Bitch! I yes. don't play around. You better work. It you looks... Know, it's, it's, it sounds hard. amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think very hard about, like, this... I, I think very hard about these runways every time, because, like, as someone who wants to eventually win my season... I think it's very important to, at the very least, if I'm not putting together looks, to have the ideation of the looks ahead of time. Like, that's, you know, just just a smart girly. Just a smart girly. But let's move into our first runway of the night. We only have seven looks from the dolls this evening due to our split premiere. But our first girly is Miss June Jambalaya. And what are your feelings on the look, my love? I love it. I think this color scheme is gorgeous. And I just, Amen. one critique that I could give is that because the sleeves are so long, it kind of makes the silhouette a little weird for moi, but I think that overall she looks really fucking stunning. She looks great. I I agree with you. Like I I absolutely love the sleeves. Do add a little bit of bulk to like the proportions of like shoulder to waist to hip. Uh, I like I can see that, but like I just I'm living, laughing, and loving. Like she looks absolutely gorgeous. I'm loving the like the new taupes and like browns. It just it you, I don't know how it's possible, but like the garment looks delicious, like it's caramelly goodness, like and I'm just like I'm I'm in love, like if this is her signature drag, I cannot wait to see what comes next. We okay, you were talking about her beat earlier, and I just have to say I love how heavy she goes in like upper cheek highlight, like it it like it really like she's like utterly blasted in the face with spotlight and it's absolutely gorgeous like it really just pick up the high that that high point of her face for for me just i'm i won't say traditionally but like whenever girls have done that level of like highlight underneath the eye and the cheek they usually like balance it out like in between the eyebrows on the forehead just so that we're creating that like the chocolate the chocolate ombre to the to the hairline which i would have loved to see in just like a little bit not not a shiny forehead but like her forehead is kind of like flat in comparison to everything else the way she sculpted out her face but she's absolutely beautiful nonetheless like the outfit it's giving kind of um i don't know if you can i don't know if you see this as well but like for me it's giving kind of 
Beyonce at like a Super Bowl performance or like a Super Bowl halftime or like like it's like giving me that level of drag but like I just love all the stoning and like oh but again the biker shorts underneath we have a voice from the lovely collage I loved June's look this was so good and I hope this is an indication of what we're gonna get more of from her because I'm like obsessed the only thing I would have done differently is I think instead of having two like things of tulle on each like sleeve I would have had them connect and like drape in the back so that it was more of like a not a cape but almost like a an accent like it didn't drag on the ground it more like flowed behind her if that makes sense I think uh, I, I I can see where you're going with that for me if she were to have that level of like tool around the back I worry about it like it, it I worry about it coming down but also not being a uh, gowny like I would want I think it would add a lot more heaviness to like the back of the gown, if that makes sense. Like I think with it split down the back, we still get her silhouette of like hips and ass and like thighs. Like I think we still like get that in full force. But I, I, I think that's an interesting take on it. So Tamarca, do you have any comment on that? I like that idea a lot, actually. I think that it would make it flow better and it would proportionalize it way better. I think that, gee, we, you are just, we got a great panel going, don't we? We really do. I love collage. Thank you so much. Ugh. Guys, fucking collage. Fucking collage. Just amazing. Just amazing. Just amazing bound boots. Ladies and gentlemen, collage. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, collage. I love that. But <laughs> let's move into Bosco Chicken and Waffles. What are your feelings on the look, my love? Bosco, I think this is quintessential. I think this is beautiful. This is what they said that their drag represents and it's really it, then yeah this is the perfect category for what this is they brought back the horns i like the simplicity of the black sequin all throughout i think this is very stunning i was very impressed by this and i when it came out on the runway i was definitely toots i love it i like bosco really loves horns don't make you horny baby but just like she she really loves horns which i can fuck like i can fudge with that very hard the theme was signature, so like if she, if like horns are really part of her aesthetic, I really do love that. She looks great. She's giving very v Dita Von Tees tees. I don't think it's actually. I think it's like I think they're stone. I think they're black stones and not actually sequins. Which to me, I love that. Like it's one of the first, not first times, but one of the few times where we're like getting a black outfit that's like stoned to high heaven that like still gives you the impressions of the stones and like the individual stoning and you still see the glitter as they walk like it's very very hard a lot of times to like make black work on this runway underneath these lights so i'm very happy to see her having accomplished that like she says that she's like a a dark spooky bitch like she's an alt girl and i love that i love that we have a dark spooky bitch this season so i can feel right at home like it makes me very very happy we love to see it next we move into miss Alyssa hunter and what were your feelings on the look my love Many ostriches were harmed in the making of this <laughs> outfit. <laughs> I think this is gorgeous, though. I love that her, like, she has this really nice color palette that she does with these, like, kind of, like, brown camelish colors. I think it looks gorgeous with her. And she always has nice, really fucking amazing hair. So, overall, Alyssa, you, so far, in every look she has given, she has given it's been polished, and I appreciate a polished queen. We love, we love a good polish. I, I think she looks. I agree with you. She looks absolutely stunning. I love the. I, you know, what I love, I love that Alyssa didn't come to play. She said, "I'm coming from Puerto Rico, and I'm coming to show these bitches what's what." Like we haven't had a Puerto Rican girl in a very long time. So like, 
this like I, the, I think the last if i'm not wrong if my memory serves correctly i think the last puerto rican contestant that we had was april carrion from season eight no 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 season i think that was season seven right april carrion is six i don't know when if cuckoo is puerto rican oh i don't believe cuckoo was puerto rican I, no, Cuckoo lived in um, uh, Texas at the time. They were like an Austin queen at the time, I believe. Uh, so like this is Puerto Rican representation that we haven't had on the show in a very, very long time. So like I'm happy to see her showing up and showing the fuck out. What I love also about this look is like now we are seeing the like the pageant queen come out in her from her in like full force. And like it's like I'm loving the whole like My Fair Lady storyline. Like, but the real stun for me has to be this like ombridge ostrich feather hat. Uh, it just it's it. so pretty like, thank you for I, the it, follow I, peter <laughs> i had to throw it out why not i love that you got followed i don't think i, I got followed oh okay. no it's wow. fine i'm just the host it's just a, it's fine it's fine i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> piggy wiggy no i'll be fine i'll just cry myself to sleep later about it i like i think she looks so 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 good like i think i i like that if anything, I wish that, just like a note that I have for her and for honestly Bosco a little bit, I think the I just would love just like a, a hit more of a cinch, on both of the dolls. Like I think that her waist is kind of like Bosco. It it was a little bit better. Like it had a little bit more definition to it in terms of like, like waist to like hips. Because I don't think Bosco did any hip pads. Well, I can't say that for sure, but. Like, I don't think Bosco was, like, doing a lot of, like, in terms of, like, lower padding, I don't think that there was much happening there. But, like, for Miss for Miss Hunter, I would have just liked to have seen in this gown just, like, a little bit more of a cinch. Because, like, the way that the neckline comes down with the fringe, it, like, it, it drags the eye down, but then, like, the, the silhouette, well, the line of the silhouette is kind of, like, it's not, it's not super varied, I'll say. But let's uh, hear what we have to say from Miss Peter. Hi guys, no, I did vo- I did follow both of you. Um, ah, okay. <laughs> by the way, I haven't seen Drag Race for season fourteen yet, but um, I've watched the others, and I've got a question for you guys: Who is your favorite drag queen from Drag Race? Ooh, good question. That that is a really good question. Do you want to um, go first, darling? Um, well, okay. Give me like a hot second more to think about it, because I want to give the right answer. Of course. Well, I give mine in a two part. I give my favorite drag queen is Jasmine Masters because she's just so funny. But also it's a tie between Jasmine Masters and Alaska because Alaska, I feel like, is just so funny and everything she does, she does 100 percent. And it's always thought out, but like in such a artistic way. But all and she always has a pure heart. So I love Alaska, too. Um, I I think it has to go to Shea Coulee, just from like Ooh. an inspiration standpoint. Like the first time that I saw Shea Coulee, like Bob, like when I saw Bob, like when Bob won, I was like, oh my God, like, uh, like this was like the first black winner from when I had started watching because I started in season four. So like when Bob had first won, I was like, okay, Roberta's fucking like it. But like when Shea, when Shay came around her first time, like I, besides the finale, like up until the finale, I was very much Shea Coulee, and I'm still Shea Coulee to this day, but, like, everything that Shea Coulee had done at that time over the course of that season just made me want to be her at the, at that point. And then, like, the finale was what it was. Sasha Valor, like, absolutely ate and whopped, like, ate and whopped the floor, ate and mopped the floor with, like, the rest of the contestants. 
and like rightfully like won her place in the pantheon in the lip sync finale. But for like when Shay came back for All Stars, like it was just like such a Shay's always been polished, but Shay came back with such an even greater level of polish, and it's just like she has such a perfect aesthetic to me. Like her makeup is fucking gorgeous. She is she Shay to me represents black excellence in a way that like I want to emulate in my drag. If that like just like as a as a way to like put a, a lid on everything. Like Shay Kule to me is like black excellence in the most perfect way and makes me it, she's like the reason that I wanted to like really put my foot forward into like doing more stuff makeup wise and like what like seeing her win all stars made me even more inspired to like want to actively pursue Manny as like a actual concrete thing to like want to win like not only win Miss FIT which I did but then like want to win Drag Race the day that I end up on it like I just I really do love her let's listen to collage my bias answer is obviously Simone she better work love her but my other answer and probably my number one answer would be Bob like Bob could eat toast and I would just be like enthralled. I would want to know everything. Like I'm so obsessed. I completely agree. Bob Baberta, shout out to Baberta. Baberta's the reason that I started this on stereo. Like because they did sibling rivalry with Mona Chance here on the stereo app. I was like, ooh, I'm gonna host my podcast here now. Um, but like I really do love Baberta. Baberta, shout out to Baberta, shout out to Baberta. They are amazing. And also Fucking Simone. Like, I mean, I think it has to go without saying. Simone is the queen of the moment. She's the queen of the night. And I just, I really don't know what to say other than that. But let's let's move back up into the girlies. So, next up we have Miss Carrie Colby. And my dear, my love, what are your feelings on the look tonight? Carrie Colby looks gored to the gist. I love how the fur on the side of the cape, of the cape, really. <laughs> my, my brain is starting to become like fucking um, applesauce. So mushy. Ooh. Wait, no. like cinnamon Ooh. or blueberry applesauce? Ooh, blueberry. You've never I seen try a- that, girl. When I tell you, Mods got it good. Like Mods, oh shit. Okay, not, not product placement or anything. That'll they don't make pay my a girl. pussy throb. <laughs> you know that when I edit these, these are going up in perpetuity on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Oh, by the way, guys, for those of you new listeners out in Listenerville, this lovely podcast is available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And this episode should be up by Monday. You better click off. You better click off, baby. Click, click, and click again. But yeah, girly, when I tell you, Blueberry, like, Mott is doing it right. Mott is doing Oh, God. Now I have to go order applesauce on Amazon. (sighs) On Jeff Bezos' Amazon. Oh, but we have another voice from Peter. I like um, Elisa Edwards. I don't don't know whether anybody else does, but um, (laughs) Elisa's just you know, great in every single way. Her makeup could use a little bit more work, but there's room for improvement anyway. And um, like Michael said, Alaska as well, because she's just funny as hell. Oh, my God. Not coming for the doll that has a Anastasia Beverly Hills Marvina palette. Oh, my God. No, what were you saying, my love? But overall, I think that Carrie could do no wrong from what she is so fucking pretty. And the way that she just comes down that runway and then she reveals to all those K's. Good thing it was not only three K's on that outfit because we As would have a noted. problem. <laughs> we would have a issue on this damn stage. But no, overall, I think if you're going to do signature drag, why not brand yourself? Put your fucking 
case all over your body and it looked gorgeous. I I don't know. I liked the look. I think I like I liked the look. It's different. It was different and I enjoyed that. Like it was something that we haven't seen on the drag race stage in a while. So I I did enjoy that. Like it's different and I will give her that. It's got kind of like a ballroom feel to it, which I am enjoying very, very much. Like it's got a ballroom edge to it, like in terms of presentation. Uh, I love the fur with like the stone lion pauldrons. I think those are absolutely gorgeous. They kind of sink into the like the, the coat. Like you don't really get them as a detailing un- until she turns. I love the I love the beach wave fuchsia ombre hat that she's wearing. For me personally, I would have loved to have seen that hat like instead of inside the coat, like on the outside, so that way the color is translated even before she opens the the jacket. I do have to say the inside for me personally does leave a little bit to be desired just knowing how beautiful she is and like the running presentations that she can give they're like they're a bunch of pink k's which like yes branding great for me if you're gonna do a bunch of k's glad that it's more than three very happy that it's more than three i would love to have seen like her name isn't like carrie colby where the colby is with a k so i would have loved it to have been like k and then like a, a c the way that they do like like RX pill stuff, a K and then a little mini C underneath. Like that would have been like, okay, your name is Carrie Colby. I'm seeing it. But instead it's just like, for me, it's just like, I feel like they're those like live, laugh, love letters from the craft section of like Michael's or Walmart, but just like painted pink and like laid down her body, which she doesn't look ugly. The bitch is beautiful. I don't know. I, I just like, I feel like it's leaving for me a little bit to be desired tonight. But I will say I do enjoy that the pink matches the lining of the inside of the coat love 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 also the boot that boot love that boot love that her shoes this episode like her like we didn't talk about it but her entrance shoes the girls don't bring shoes correctly sometimes and that entrance shoe was the one and this boot is the two i I really do love to see it we move into miss orion's story and what are your feelings on this here look my love well (laughs) i could have said that too but no, I think that this is okay. I don't know if this is the best, but I think that overall it's cute. I think that the triple titty is just like, okay. I think it's like, why? But is that really you? You always have three tits. That's your signature. Um, Miss Whoville, Polka Dot. I think that she looked cute, but I don't know if she stood up to the rest. I, I can I can see what you mean. Like, I... Like, I... I think I like this look. Like, I, I think I like the look, but then again, I, I really don't know. Like, it's weird, but weird is good. But, like, it's it's weird. It's not weird bad. It's weird good. But, like, we have seen, like, people come through, like, Crystal Method, just from recent memory, where, like, they're weird, but they're weird, but they've, like, honed in on their weird so beautifully that they've been able to translate their weirdness to a runway commercially. And I think, like, for Orion, I feel like she's got this very eclectic sense about her fashion-wise, but just, like, needs a little bit more, not more time, but just, like, needs something like needs more exposure to the world at large in order to like refine what exactly her perspective is because like this is cute like i'm getting the mushroom thing i'm getting the cindy lou who's caught the flu who boo who like i'm loving that with like the blush i think that's very cute it's interesting like her beat is cute i love that like the reveal what she does into the triple treasure trove titty is a thing that happened I don't know what it adds to the look, and I like I don't know the overall storyline that I'm supposed to be achieving or getting or obtaining from this look, but I just like I I don't know like I don't know if the look needed the three tits, like I really don't. 
And then, like, it's it's a reveal, but I don't know if it was necessary to have happened. It is something I should look at, which is, like, great. It's three somethings extra in particular, actually. To be a little bit of a nitpicky Nelly, I do have to say, like, I don't like that the belt that she's wearing comes out at the side at the back. Like, that should be pinned. Because, like, otherwise, when you look at her, it's, like, interrupting the line of her silhouette. Because you have, like, the belt that's sticking out at the back. Like, just one bobby pin at the back just saves a whole lot of, just saves a whole lot a lot. We have a voice from Collage. I feel like with Orion's look, it kind of gives me like a Katy Perry look, you know? Yeah. Like, it's cute, but it doesn't, it feels like it's supposed to tell a story, but it doesn't. Like, it feels like there's a link missing to a reference somewhere. And I'm just like, what is the reference for this? Because I feel like it doesn't exist. It's, she said it was like a, a mushroom thing, but then it was also inspired by a fabric that she found. So like, I understand, I completely get that, that point of it where it's like, it feels like a reference to something, but the reference feels just like, two inches off the mark where it's just like didn't really hit hit home where you needed to but next up we have we move into the lovely snackarella herself cornbread and what are your feelings on the look my love i love this they made fun that it was um lizzo's twin i love this fabric it's literally you can't go wrong it's so gorgeous i want it for my damn self the okay. only thing I don't want to be that asshole, but I do agree with the critique that there should have been something to make the head feel a little bit less tiny little peanut ish. I <laughs> do like that it was just the 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 piece of fabric on the head, but it, it maybe even a pussy cat. I don't know. It's up for interpretation. I still think she looks gorgeous. I agree. Like I think the look is really cute. I love the body positivity that she's rocking on her stage. And she's showing that she is indeed thicker than a snicker. I love bald queens on the runway. I love that I love that she is bald. And the shawl works for me. It just like it feels like it needs either 10% more fabric or like going off of your comment. I think what she could have done is the more white, like snow white, like stoning in terms of like uh white that she has in her shoe. Imagine if she had, had that up top with the shawl but like as like a, like jewels or something lacing the shawl in addition to the like the stone fabric that she had because like my problem with the shawl is that d it feels like it was like leftover fabric from what made the corset and garment and then was just used to make the shawl for her because it, it didn't feel like it had enough volume but like if she if it just felt kind of sparse up top but like if she had had Oh, honestly, in my mind now, like, I don't know why, but my mind suddenly went, like, showgirls with it. So, like, she could have either done, like, the the shawl up top, but then, like, had uh, feathers or a, like, stoning headpiece or something. Just, like, anything really to give it that height. Because, like, I don't mind the baldness. Like, I like the baldness. I don't mind the squatness, really, of it. Because, like, she's giving herself a lot of legs. So, like, that is helping, helping the overall silhouette. But... I agree with the judges where it's like she is she is squishing herself a little bit more with the way that she does it. Oh, also, I did note in my notes like I know she changed her makeup from the talent show performance, but it looks as though it needs like a lot more pigment. Like her makeup just seems like very muted. Like I think that honestly could have helped the quote unquote peanut <laughs> comment from tonight where like if if the makeup had been like either crazier or just like had been bam in the face with pigment and like glitter and shine, that would have played really well off of the shawl and like held everything together a lot better also i just have to say i love the way that she holds her arms as she comes on the runway it's very cute and very fun but let's listen to what we have from collage i agree like cornbread looks amazing first of all but yeah it does kind of squish her a little bit i wish instead of like it wrapping around and connecting back that the 
the part that connects back would have gone up instead and like been like a structural like headpiece for her. I think that could have been kind of cool. Um, and then it would have like heightened her instead of like squishing her down. Mm, I, I can see that very like Grace Jones like hood with the like bringing everything up at the back. I could I would like to see that. Cornbread does look amazing. We absolutely stand cornbread up in this house. Eat your cornbread, kids. But we move into our last runway of tonight, the lovely Miss Willow Pell. And my dear, my darling, what are your feelings on the look? I think this is really, really cute. Um, I <laughs> love how it, really? that, like, no, I do, actually. I think that okay, the headphones in this, you shady monster. What? I didn't say anything. Uh, I'm the nice you one. You did. I'm the nice <laughs> one. Oh, yes, 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 yes. No, I, the only weird thing is, is, I guess the color green is a little, like, muted. I'm going to, I'm looking at it again right now. Yeah, it's cute, but I, I don't know. It could be more again. You know, this is, like, the same thing as the entrance. I feel like, is this the best, best track? But I think that she looks gorgeous, and I like the color scheme overall. I, hmm, so, hmm. So Willow promotes the look as, or just her general aesthetic, as, like, glamour with a touch of ugly, which I love as, like, a, a modus operandi for, like, the way that you do fashion. I think that's a very, like, very cute way to do fashion. This look in particular is not my favorite. Like, I could get over, like, I, I don't think the structure of it is bad. Perhaps it doesn't hold up to, like, everything else on the runway. But for me, what really gets me is, like, Truly, this is one of the most unappetizing shades of green that I have ever had the displeasure of witnessing. And what makes it even worse for me is, like, the blue, the cobalt blue is just bringing out even worser shades of the green for me. Like, it's yellow-green, but yellow-green not done in a way that I feel is, like, cute. Like, she looks great. Like, she's very, she's a very cute queen, and I love her aesthetic. I just don't know if I love this particular look. Like, I, I don't know why, but I feel like River Medway wore something similar in UK Season 3. I don't know why my head is going there. Like, maybe my mind is just being mean. But yeah, like, this one, I don't know. It was just not my favorite thing. I will say, shout out to her for stoning those headphones. Like, they were very, very cute. But just, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It was not my favorite look of the night. I would love to see more of what she has in store, because I think she's very cute. And, like, seeing even what her she did in her promo, I'm excited to see what's in her closet. But yeah. So we come to honestly, honestly, one of my favorite parts of the episode where we will be giving you our favorite and least favorite looks of the night. And my dear, I have come up with an idea for what I would like to call it this season. But as you are my lovely co-hostess, I would like to see if you have any particular feelings, any thoughts, any ideas for what we should be calling our top. I do not. What is the idea that you have? Well, we can workshop this, but seeing as this season's main twist drama the twister twister sister sister is centered around rude chocolate bars which i've never seen in a single candy like aisle or store or whatever work if it exists somewhere but considering that the season is centered around that as the twist um which we'll get into it when we get there which i i will reserve my opinions about the twist until we get to it but mm, considering that the season is centered around chocolate i was thinking that our favorite look of the night would be called our choco hot and our least favorite look would be called our Choco Knot. Yay! You can tell me if you don't like it. Like we can, we can come up with other things. Of course, no, I like that. I think it's cute. Okay, so then, my dearest and my love, who is your Choco Hot and who is your Choco Knot? My Choco Hot of the week is Alexis. Oh wait, no, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think this is so, I love this. This is pretty. This is, if I thought of one thing that I would want to put on the most, it's definitely this. It's gorgeous. It shows off the, what you think of her as a drag queen. It, it's beautiful. And my Chaco Knot, unfortunately, is going to be Orion's story. I think that she, there's good elements to it. I really like this hair and the little, like the the bow in the hair and how it's made of hair as well. But it just does not stack up to the rest. I Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it, it is A-OK, baby. It's got to be somebody. For me, this week, my Chaco Hot has to go to June Jambalaya. Like I just I I'm just, I still I'm still thinking about her look like it is it's so delicious like every I think a lot of the girls look very very gorgeous on the runner tonight but June Jambalaya just really took it for me like yes we could see the black shorts underneath like the dark shorts underneath but I just I really do love this look from her so 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 much but my Chaco not this week uh, just because of that shade of like pea yellow green like pea green yellow green like poop green like. I just have to give it to Willow, Willow Pill. Like, I think she looks very cute in many other iterations. I just, this is not my favorite of the night. And I just couldn't, I just, I couldn't continue to look at it in the episode. Like, I just couldn't continue to keep my eyes on it on purpose. Like, my body was like, mm, let's not, let's, let's do something else today. And uh, I think that's, I think that's as telling as anything. So we move into the critiques with, from the judges. And I just have to say, we said it earlier, but I'll say it again. Lizzo is an amazing guest judge. Just like um, just like wonderful critiques, amazing banter. The judges made the correct decisions. I think the bottom two should have been that. And yeah. Yeah, like I will say, though I love Lizzo, she has the whole panel acting the fuck up. Like Rue is absolutely on one tonight. Telling, telling Orion's story that she looked like she was picking cotton. I was just like, <laughs> oh, babe. Oh, like, how do you as a white person respond to that? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea how you respond. Like, she just laughed the most uncomfortable white person laugh that I've ever seen on Drag Race's main stage. And I felt for her. Because there was, like, there. this is this poor girl from Michigan. I'm not sure if she's ever, I'm not going to say that she's never seen a person of color in her life. I don't know what her story is, but she seemed very uncomfortable on this year day. And I can only imagine why. But it was just very uncalled for, Rue. I love the way that Cornbread is just, like, leaning out of the way from Orion during their critiques. Like, when Orion is getting the critiques, Cornbread is fully leaning as far out of frame as possible. She's like, I will not be part of this train wreck. I will not be seen. Like, you sink on your own. And I think that was, I thought that was very fucking funny. But you can tell by the way that Ruth says Willow's name that they just absolutely love and adore them. That, like, that is very easily one of their faves. Like, look, like, watch out, Mick. I just... I don't know if I'm going to be able to take her saying it this way for 13 more episodes. It's it's the end of the first episode and it's already kind of getting on. I'm not, saying, I'm not going to say it's getting on my nerves, but it's not not getting on my nerves. We'll see. Well, girls, we shall see. But after the judges' deliberations, as the girls are tucking backstage in the interior delusions lounge, uh, we find that Bosco and Willow Pill are safe for the week. And Cornbread, the snack jeta is the rightful and respectfully so winner of this week's maxi challenge rightfully so rightfully so carrie colby finds herself safe leaving june Alyssa, and orion as the bottom three for this week the the bottom three Alyssa finds herself just skating by the jaws of death and is the last girl made safe meaning that this week our bottom two is june jambalaya versus orion story and my dear, do you feel that these are the correct bottom twos? 
I do, unfortunately. It's sad to see some people be in the bottom and have to go so early, but this is just how the cookie crumbles. This is how the cookie crumble, darling. I want food so bad. I really should have eaten before this. Like, I haven't eaten anything today. I should really eat some. I can't wait for dinner. Well, technically breakfast. You need to... We, we, no, we're... no. I, you're not going to make me forget. Yes, I'm going to order my apples sauce on Jeff Bezos' Amazon in a second. But you are not going to make me forget our fish and chips date, babe. Like, I want I'm it. in. When? Yes, we deserve it. When? I'm going to hold you no, no, no. on podcast. On podcast right now. When, baby? Pick a date this week that's not Tuesday or... Wednesday. Monday works for me. Tomorrow? Is today Sunday? Today is Saturday. <laughs> oh my god. Do you want to do Long Island or New York or the city? You want me to take the lure? <laughs> that's, I, that's why I asked. Yeah. Do you want to that's crazy. I mean Wait, we the, can we can do the city. Of course. So doesn't that mean you have to take the lure? I don't live in Long Island. Oh shit, I'm dumb. Okay, moving <laughs> on. My brain is not here. I'm so I do like an hour and forty five, and then everything else is just what is he talking about? <laughs> I mean, it happens. We like you're not you when you're hungry, you know. Like I that is also that. true. I completely understand that. So the lip sync song for this week to start off our lovely episode to start off our lovely season is "Water Me" by Lizzo, which. If you don't know already, is an amazing fucking track. Like almost like all of her, like a lot of the tracks from "Cause I Love You" are bangers. But like this is an amazing, like this is an amazing song to lip sync to. By the way, I had planned to do this song, but my for my first audition for Miss FIT, I did the song in my audition, or I had planned to do this song part of my like performance number, and it is an amazing song to do. Like it's it's a very good lip sync song in that it's got a lot of like stuff that you can do a lot of like physical body language to but also it's got a lot of emotion to it and it like goes up the octaves that you need it to when you need to like pull out a trick or a gag um but before we get into it we have a voice from collage wait y'all you know what i just realized is that cornbread saw lizzo in this look previous to the runway do you think that cornbread was like "Ooh, i've got to look similar to that i should wear it tonight or do you think it actually was like um, just a coincidence. I think it was strategic, and I live. Conspiracy theory time. I could one hundred percent see that. Like when I saw it, I was like, "It's a very beautiful look." I don't know if this is like signature for you, because like it's interesting. Like it, it was a very beautiful look, but like the idea of this being her working some i forget the psychology term for it even though i do have a psychology minor on my degree as one of my two minors <laughs> but like it like there's a thing where like you like are more likely to like someone who mimics your behaviors or just like the stuff that you do it's so, like i think she could very easily i think it's very possible that she could have been playing to that but what are you feeling sister michael i think that it is great i forgot what we were talking about honestly i hate you so but much. <laughs> We were saying uh, Lovely Collage had posited a conspiracy theory that because... Oh, yeah, totally. No, I think, yeah, why not? If she saw that Lizzo, because Lizzo came in before. So she's like, let me use this. I could could definitely see that happening. I would would live, laugh, and love if that were the case. Like, that would make me very, very happy. Let's get into this lip syncy. So, I just have to say, again, Lizzo's discography just works so well for lip syncs. Just banger on banger on banger on banger. Like, y'all don't know, but Lizzo fully makes music for the gays. Like, if you didn't know, now you do. Just go back and listen to Cause I Love You. This song is so fucking good, by the way. Just, just an amazing song. And I love this song choice. But, my dear, what were your feelings on the uh, performance between the girlies? 
Yeah, I get introduced to a lot of Lizzo songs through Drag Race. I love the the phone song. I yeah, love and then yeah, hey, yes, but I I also love this one. Now I'm gonna I downloaded it, so I I absolutely love it. I think that the girls perform their hearts out, and I think that the right winner was chosen. I can see that. I will say like June was like serving up and down this runway, like just like it's hard because like sometimes it feels like. Not that it can't happen in the opposite direction, but sometimes it does feel like because a certain girl is in the bottom when a certain song is being chosen, like it's sometimes a little bit easier for them to sell the song. Not to discredit June's performance, like June fucking worked that pussy out and absolutely ate Orion in many cases. But like, like my eyes kept going to June mainly because she was beautiful and wearing a beautiful garment, but like also because like it just felt like that person was more, more. I felt more correct to watch to see that person lip sync. Not more correct to see that person. I'm I'm getting my words wrong, but like it felt more there we go, believable to like watch her perform that song in terms of like Orion performing that song. Like I don't think this is something that m- might have perhaps been in Orion's repertoire back in Michigan. I like I could definitely see I could definitely see June Jimbalai performing this at any point in her career. So like it just felt like that level of comfortability with the, with the track. Like that sometimes is always feel a little bit skewed. She was really just like hitting all the beats of everything. Like she was throwing bits of shade at Orion here and there. And then bam 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 bam, Orion hits us with a wig reveal. It's a wig reveal to a hard front, yes, but it is a wig reveal nonetheless and should be taken as such. I just like it felt bad because it felt it kind of became clear the longer the lip sync went on that like June was winning the lip sync over Orion, who like to be fair was not doing terribly in this lip sync. It just like it wasn't great compared to June, which is I guess her storyline this entire episode where and it was like she didn't do bad, but just like because there's seven girls and the lens is on everyone, like the lens is so much closer, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great compared to everyone else. And we find that the winner of this lip sync is Miss June Jambalaya, meaning that Miss Orion's story, her story ends here today. Orion leaves without an exit line, which just feels like really quiet. And like the whole moment is just like really sad and like makes me kind of, honestly, it's just like very sad overall. But just like, Sister Michael, I have something to run by you that I would love to hear your thoughts on. I personally think that the format of this season, like I really don't think one girl should go home until like the whole batch is together. Like imagine imagine if they would have had Orion be the bottom queen from this week and then the girl who would have sashayed away next week had the twist be that like the third episode at the top, the girls lip sync against each other and then we have like the girl that wins that lip sync gets to make it back to join the remaining 12 at that point girls. So like that way we would have we gotten at least two weeks minimums from the dolls. As, I think as that's what's going to happen. That was my prediction. I really? think that that's, I think that that would be smart because it gives each of the premiere girl episodes a moment to, you know, fight. You know what I mean? I bought all this stuff. I might as well give one more chance to get back in, at least between the two. And I think it would be different. And it was something that they haven't done before. So I think that that's cool. I think that they, they should do that. I would love to see him happen. I'm just really producing the fuck out this show. You're welcome. I don't know. With like seven each time, it does just like feel kind of mean. Like, these girls are coming in. Like, it takes a minute to get acclimated to the beast that is Drag Race. And, like, not everybody does it with the quickness. So, like, 
it takes some time to get like settled which like yeah sometimes you can't afford to get settled like drag race is that type of bit like is, is that bitch like it will it will run you the fuck over and then like be like i'm not gonna pay for your insurance i i get that but like with seven girls in these premieres the magnifying glass is so fine on them and there's like really nowhere to hide because there's only seven of you at that point where like in a regular season or even going further into the season that is at that is at a point in the competition where like half of the girls would have gone home so you would have had at the very least like five six weeks to really get into the swing of like what drag race is doing to you how it's beating you down and how you can build yourself back up but like even just coming in fresh to come in fresh and then have it be this like very hard eye of sauron sunlight beating down into your eyes I feel like I, I, I do feel kind of bad for the girls. So I do feel bad for Orion's story because there really is nowhere to hide when these like first super premieres. So I'm really hoping for the best for the next batch of girls as they walk in. But with this episode closing, we do say goodbye to Miss Orion's story who did an amazing job so far. She looked very, very cute in her promo. I thought she looked very great. I won't say that she did Michigan proud, but I think Michigan is very proud of her for at the very least making it to Drag Race. And we do say goodbye to her and bid adieu. And with that, we come to the close of another episode. Before we get anything else, I'd like to ask you, my dear, with this first batch, are there any early bets that you're placing on the six that we have left? Only dose, and that will be Carrie and Cornbread. That's so weird because I also have two early bets. It's Cornbread and Cornbread. You just, <laughs> honestly, it's crazy. You love, you love to see it. You love to see it. No, I mean, I love Carrie as well. I would love to see Carrie make it a lot further in the competition as well. I, I'm very excited to see all these girls come together and figure out how these personalities are going to clash. Because whenever they do these, like, split premieres, it's always the Sharks versus the Jets when the girls meet each other finally. And it's, like, it's very cats and dogs. So I'm very interested to see how their personalities are going to clash against each other. Like, when with these, like, split premieres, the girls get very, like, we're a group versus, like, that other group. Like, last season, it was, like, the pork chop group, like the pork chop loading bay group versus the girls who run their lip syncs. So like, I, just, I, mean, I think there's gonna be a very interesting dynamic to, to view this season. But we have one final voiceover from Collage. I'm really excited for the, the two groups to merge because on live a couple of days ago, Cornbread, I forget who asked her what and why she said it, but she said she's really excited and she loves all 12 of her sisters. So I'm really excited to see who has uh, drama with Cornbread because it seems like she's kind of like just completely cut her off, like whoever it is. And I can't wait. Okay, so Sister Michael, if you would like to take the lead on this one in terms of who we think we know is drama. Jasmine Kennedy. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, would you like to elaborate for our lovely listeners out in Listenerville? Um, in an interview asked who is going to be the drama of this season and all the queens were like Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. So I'm excited to see. I know. like, And honestly, they all said Jasmine, but they all said Jasmine immediately. Like, not even thinking, not even a single thought passed through their brain. They finished the question and then they were all like, Jasmine. And I just, I can't wait to see what that means. I really can't wait to see what that means. Like, I'm very interested to see how these personalities are going to clash against each other. If, if, at, if at all. Because if she says that she only loves 12 of her sisters, can't wait to see the step, like the redheaded stepchild that she hates. I cannot wait to see. But with that, we come to the close of the first episode of our fourth season! Woo! Uh, it, as always, it has been a lovely pleasure to do this with you all lovely listeners down in Listenerville. I had so much fucking fun. I would like to spend less time on these. Long episodes means a longer editing time for me. <laughs> 
but I did that to myself. I just, I love, I love Drag Race so much, and I'm so happy to be getting another original recipe season out and about. This batch of dolls looks fucking great, and I'm really excited to like to see what we have in store and to see who, at the end of it all, is going to be our next inductee into the pantheon. I can't wait. Yay! Yes. So. My lovely darling sister, Michael, do you have anything you'd like to say as the end of this? I had so much fun and it's going to be so annoying every week having to wait for another episode. I want another. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, but with, uh, as we say at the bottom of every episode, my lovely dear sister, Michael, if you'd like to be found by the lovelies, where would you like them to find you? Michael McAlvin underscore on Instagram. And also Venmo, you better just, you just I, I somebody pay my rent just straight up. <laughs> That's fucking great. I mean, you heard it. You heard them. Get at that cash app. Get at that Venmo. I have been Manny Quinn. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Manny Quinn underscore. Make sure to follow for all of your Manny needs and all your UDRP needs as well. But you can find episodes of UDRP. Three episodes from our first season are up. I'm working on getting more up, but they're very long to edit because I talk a lot and it's a lot to cut. And I have a lot. I have a big ass backlog, but they're... Available episodes of UDRP are available right now on Spotify and Google Podcasts and soon on Apple Podcasts for all your listening needs, wants, and reservations, I guess. I have had so much fun. This has been your lovely panel, Mannequin and McDonald's, your old reliable Rebus back at it again, doing what you know we love to do, giving you the good good. And I can't wait to see you all next week for even more Drag Race goodness. As always, be kind to yourself and to others. Drink water and make sure that you're stretching. And lastly, be somebody, be anybody, but most importantly, be yourself. Bye-bye.